Good evening, everyone. I'm Eric Dewey. And I'm Steve-O. I'm Matthew. And we are Socially Awkward. Uh, Joining us tonight in studio is the amazingly talented comedian, Kevin Elliott. Kevin! Hey, thanks for having me. This is great. Oh, no, thanks for coming. Amazingly talented. That's one of the best intros ever. You like that? Uh, I've been Uh, been working on that. (laughs) Which was really weird. Eric's been drinking. Which is really weird (laughs) because Kevin just slid him a note with all the stuff written on it. This is exactly what it says. It says amazingly talented. But he spelled amazingly wrong, which is weird. But, you know, that's cool. Hey, you know what? It happens. Yeah, it does. Sometimes people spell things wrong when they've been, uh, you know, at a baseball game drinking all day. Sometimes. Yeah, happens. I was about to ask you about that because I was getting worried because all of a sudden you're, I was like, wait, Eric's been drinking all day, sitting out in the sun. I'm like, is he going to be here? Because usually I'm, when I try to broadcast a show, it never works. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we had our, uh, we had, a, we had team building exercises at work today. That was fantastic. That was a team basically, building exercise? Basically, we worked half a day. And um, then we went to a baseball game. Second year, right? Is that this last year? Uh, we actually went. Uh, we went two years ago. We didn't two go. Years ago? We didn't go last year, but we went the year before. Or no, no, I take that back. I take that back. You're right. It was last I year. I thought it was last year. Last year we went also. Um, that year we went to the new Cubs facility. This yeah. year we went to the Diamondbacks facility up at uh, Salt River nice. Fields. I'm going on the 14th. Right on. Yeah, it's a nice park. It's I've a never real been nice there. Park. And uh, you know what they? You know what? You you can't tell it by looking at me, but there is free sunscreen everywhere. Um, I just said fuck sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I didn't Eric's think like, I would. I'm end working up, on my tan, guys. Actually, what happened was I was like, I'm gonna grab a beer. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down with the group for like. 10 minutes and then I'm going to be like I'm going to go hide in a corner or something like that and I ended up sitting down I fired up a game of Hearthstone on my phone and an hour later I looked around nobody else was there and I was like yeah, I just gained like three ranks, guys. Where you been? <laughs> um, so you know, actually, it was a fun time. You know, I went. I found uh, they had some Four Peaks Eighth uh, Street Ale Ooh, on nice. tap. Uh, I, I had some of that. That was delicious. Um, the sun helped speed that along, and I had a uh, I had a great great uh, little time there. And then hit about the seventh inning. I was my buzz was starting to fade, and I said, "Is anybody who matters still here? No, then I'm out." Go away, so do you, feel, do you feel like you had a good uh, team building experience? Uh, my team was built fantastically. Um, no, it was it was good. We, we had um, we had lunch at work before we left, and it's always a good time when we can go do something outside of work. It was great because they gave us the tickets to the game. They also gave us twenty bucks in addition to the. It was supposed to be for parking. Well, I went and parked like far away, so I only had to pay five bucks for parking, and I used the fifteen for the first beer. So for the that was, first beer, yeah, no, seriously, stadium um, food and drinks. <laughs> it's, it's like a third world country, man. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, you can't buy. You can't get this anywhere else. I, I walked the all the way around until I found what I thought was the best deal. I got the uh, the souvenir mug. Okay. Okay. So it's like a, it's like a thirty ounce mug. And you get it filled the first time. You pay fifteen bucks. You get the mug and you get the beer in it. And they had the the Eighth Street Ale, which is a good. I think it's like a six point five or six point six ABV. So, mm-hmm. you know, in comparison to the rest of the shit you're going to find at the stadium, you're getting the most bang for your buck as far as uh, alcohol is concerned. So I got that, and then it's twelve dollars to refill. 
and it's all year long, you can get that refilled. So if I go back to another game later on, I can take that mug back mm-hmm. and still get that refill. Yeah. So I, you know, I tried to find the best deal, but yeah, it was fifteen bucks for that first beer, and then twelve dollars a refill. And I won't disclose how many Jeez, refills three I got man. after That's the so original. Well, man. okay, you so get a twelve pack for fifteen. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if I could have snuck it in, I would have totally done that. Like I seriously, like, you can get an like, eighteen I, pack I, on a good day for I that gave, price. I gave you shit about having expensive taste because I asked you what kind of beer you want, and you're like Stella. I picked up this twelve pack of Stella for thirteen bucks over here at the Food City. Oh, I got a bad deal. Which fries, surprised me that they even <laughs> carried it. Quite honestly, like I walked into the Food City thinking, are they even going to have good beer here, or is it going to be all Modelo and Coors Light? <laughs> like I was, I, I was a little terrified that I wasn't even going to find Stella there. And not only did they have it, but they had it on sale for thirteen bucks. It would have been a better deal had I been able to go to Costco and get it because they got for like twenty three bucks the twenty four pack. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been cold, so Whatever, because somebody threw away the uh, cooler, I told them they could throw away. You know, yeah, hey. that thing was a dude. Hey. That thing was a piece of shit. <laughs> it was oh. a piece of shit when I bought it. And oh my gosh, like, man! You had it like taped together. Like you were like you have to care. You have to pick it up from the bottom. <laughs> don't grab it by or, the handles. Or, or don't do it from the bottom. The handles because one of them's already ripped. It was one broken. of those cheap, you know, like cheapo styrofoam ones that's intended for like one use only. Yeah. And it had already been through like four uses. So it's like by the time I like I brought it over here for. A show I missed. Like I was like, it was my week for the beers. I'd already bought the beers, mm-hmm. and then something happened. I wasn't able to make it to the show. I'm like, well, I've already got the beer. I can't. I can't take it home. I got no place to put it. I got no space in the fridge. Literally, my fridge is filled with kale and sadness. I can't. I can't put this kale, here. Kale in and sadness. That's uh, sad. You need a hashtag. <laughs> that. Um, so I'm like, I literally, I've got no place to put this. So I brought it over here in this cooler. But when I was putting it in there, I broke the handle off. Like a big chunk of the thing came off. It's one of those cheap styrofoam ones. And so then I'm at work still. So I'm like, what do they got here? They had the plastic wrap that they use to like wrap the package, wrap the shit in before they send it. So I'm like, all right, wrap that shit up in plastic wrap. Dropped it off on uh, Matt's doorstep. And I was like, I better, like originally I was going to, I wanted it to be a surprise originally. I wanted you to just like come home like, oh, hey, there's beer here. But then I was like, what if, what if uh, your wife comes home first and uh-huh. thinks like somebody left like human organs on the doorstep, <laughs> <laughs> just like this unmarked plastic wrapped together cooler on the doorstep. I, I didn't She's want there to be Matt. any confusion. There's a weird package here, Matt. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want this. there to be any confusion. I think we got so the house. I, so the, I let these guys know. The black market <laughs> organs I, I ordered. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's that liver I was wanting. All right. There's no shipping label on it, right? You picked up the fava beans I asked for, right? (laughs) Fava beans. (laughs) Oh, man. So... That's how my week was. I'm no, that's good. I'm glad. It. I just like it's this week. That's just funny because like you had like a team building. Ours was a retirement party for a potluck or whatnot. So oh, yeah. in, which I love. We get an hour lunch, even though we've been having all the cancel flights due to uh, weather problems. So I'm all like, Ryan? don't we need to catch up? They're like, no, no, just take an hour. You're good. Ah, don't just, we don't care it. anymore. You're coming in tomorrow, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're coming, right? Yeah, it's crazy. No, my week's uh, it's just been I've been I'm surprised I'm still like alive just doing OD. I was telling Matthew last night after uh, the band practice I was all like oh god I'm, I'm like I kind of wish, wish I was still a temp like I really don't like working <laughs> in the real world anymore like fucking like, overtime do stuff yeah I know fuck, man they expect shit now <laughs> they expect results they're like you have benefits now stay over yeah time. that's basically <laughs> it it's fuck like, yeah we kind of uh, we kind of fucking uh, helped you out so uh, you know why don't you uh, fucking do your job we own you now 
but that is that is some, sometimes how it feels. Yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, uh, as soon as I get those paychecks, I'm all like, oh, okay, that's You're fine. Like, ah, right. Yeah, I do enjoy those, <laughs> those paydays when it's like nearly twice as much as it was before, with only a small amount of raise. It's like, how did I get such a? I, I got like a small raise, like a dollar an hour raise. Yet somehow my check is nearly twice as much as it used to be. <laughs> so we're, well, it's funny because I'm all I'm that all how poor I was before. <laughs> I'm all counting like like yeah. I'm all checking all the uh, yeah. I'm checking all the months where you get paid like three times instead of being like oh, I should stock money away or you know furnish the apartment. I'm like PlayStation Four in May, bitches. <laughs> Shit, you know we're do- we're doing the uh, the the fifty two week savings challenge thing where you put away like oh yeah every week you put away it starts out with week one you put a dollar away week two you put two oh, dollars yeah, yeah. until until week fifty two you're putting fifty two dollars away except we're doing it we're trying to be a little smart about it because we're looking at it going well if we do it exactly as planned in December we have to try to save nearly two hundred dollars. And try to buy Christmas presents and do do all that kind of shit. So it's like so instead of following it week by week by week, we're jumping around. Like how much can we set aside this week? Like so I've already taken care of week fifty two and fifty one. Yeah, go back. And then like jumped yeah, kinda of jumped around so that it's like if we hit a week where it's like, Oh crap, we've got some some car repairs or we got something going on, or like this last week where we had to fucking pay a billion dollars to fix our goddamn dog. Anyways, we can fucking take care of that shit and like okay, well, is the dog you know what? really worth it? Oh, yeah, fucking, no, don't even talk to me. Well, what was up with the dog? dog? The dog. You're talking about your wife, right? No. <laughs> no. Oh. No. <laughs> Sorry. I would have said. Sorry. I, I, love, hey, I love you, Amy. That. I, I would have pointed out. I have feelings for um, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a dog, and she managed to cut her leg on some bullshit in the backyard or something. Uh, we I don't know. We did find razor to blades. To the vet. Did I talk about this last? I thought I no. talked about this. No, I we haven't. This new. This was like, Okay. So we had to take the dog to the vet. Eric's biography. Okay, like fuck, like uh, this week is all about me. All right, isn't it um, every week? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's my fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, anyways, I see where we. So like. join Matthew and I next week for Moon and Fro in the morning. Yeah. No, we, so we took the dog to the vet, and the vet looks at it after three hours of waiting in the fucking waiting room or whatever. The doctor finally, okay, doctor, whatever, the vet. Comes and finally takes a look at her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it looks like uh, it's pretty superficial. We'll take a look at it, clean it out. And we'll we'll have the receptionist come back with an estimate." I'm like, "Okay, good. You know, it's superficial. That sounds good. You know, that that sounds reasonable." Comes back with the estimate. The low side of the estimate was around five hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! With the high side topping up at about seven hundred dollars for this superficial wound on my dog's leg. I'm was like, it? Like was she bleeding like yeah, crazy? That was the problem is that it wouldn't stop bleeding. Like uh-huh. we benched it up and it kept bleeding. She wasn't even hurt. She wasn't even favoring the leg. Like she was walking. She was jumping around like a freaking idiot. Mm-hmm. Even look with this thing, yeah. Like look at me. Look, I don't care. And we're like, you fucking bitch. What the fuck? Like seriously. But yeah, so it ended up being around five hundred bucks to fix this damn dog. Oh my and all all they did was put a few stitches in her and like drug her up, so she came oh, home well, like high as a kite. She needed. And I'm stitches, like, so. can I have some of those drugs? I'll because put it this way: five hundred dollars. Uh, I should be high right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, veterinary terms, uh, superficial means I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. Yes, yeah, especially at the emergency mm-hmm. ER. Like if we'd have been able to go to a regular, if it had hadn't been a, oh, it was Saturday night. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was a Saturday night. And that's why we couldn't take her to a regular vet. If we'd have been able to take her to the regular vet, then it'd probably been like a hundred bucks and out the door. But we had to take her to the ER. No, that happened to Fucking that bullshit. happened to my uh, the uh, cat at one point because he gets uh, when he gets like a, that dog. when he gets a rabies shots, he has allergic reactions. So every time I take him, I was like, "Can you give him something other than this or something to counter it?" But when he first you got give it, her the flu shot instead. Yeah, you know. 
So when it happened, I was like, okay, we had to go down to another vet because it was like Friday after right. hours. So you go down to that. And the guy's all like, well, I don't know. We're going to have to keep him overnight. I literally looked at the vet and they were going, no, I already told you what the fuck's wrong with him. Just fix it. He's not going to die. And guess what? If he dies, no more cat food I have to buy. So where's the loss? And the vet was like, what? I'm like, really? I don't care. It's a cat. You're like, it's a c-. Like, I had to sign a DNR on this fucking dog. Like, are you serious? They're like, we're going to put stitches in, but we're probably going to have to give it some drugs. So you have to sign whether or not you want us to take extreme measures. I'm like, how much does that cost? If you have to give the dog CPR and shit, they're like, well, it can range from $600. I'm like, DNR. (laughs) Fuck that shit. Are you fucking serious right now? (laughs) I got two things. One, first of all, when your dog gets bit by something or has like some weird reaction, gets kind of sick, Benadryl. Right. And they'll be cured. Right. I found that out from a friend of mine whose dog got bit by a rattlesnake, Benadryl. Fucking Benadryl? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Does that work for people? I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it, shit. It kind of does. Again. You have to put the Wait, Benadryl in your drink pills? and like, I'll suck the poison out. <laughs> <laughs> drink up, Bill Cosby. The second one. Oh, Steve, thing. I got bit again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This time on my cock. I, oh, I Matthew, <laughs> this was like in two hours. Like, I keep on stepping in the wrong places. All right. Take two Benadryls. I'll get sucking. The second thing is... I have a Sharpay. Sharpays get sick a lot. And I came home. <laughs> yeah, the wrinkles make them sick. That's I think how it's it works. They're Asian. But oh, <laughs> uh, oh I, I thought so they were impervious right to everything. So, no, only in oh, that's education. That's just aging. That's just aging. Yeah. My bad. My bad. So, um, give them those miracle tonics. I went no, I I got home from the road, and I I came into my house and my dog like it just smelled horrible. And we had a three-story condo where we lived in at the time. And my girlfriend at the time lived there. She was taking care of the dogs, but she wasn't home. And so I come and smell horrible, man. I go up to the second floor where the kitchen is, family room, whatever. And the smell got worse. And I walked into the kitchen where she had put the dogs. And my Sharpay was shitting blood everywhere. Oh, dude. Damn. Everywhere. I that- mean, the whole kitchen looked like she murdered eight dogs and four humans. <laughs> That's extreme. And so I, I was freaking out. I'm like, dude, I just got home. Yeah. Now I got to run an errand. Like, it's late at night. <laughs> so I, we had to take her to the emergency vet. Yeah. Right? And you're talking about getting raped with charges, yeah. man. $10,000 we had to spend oh, on the fuck. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude. She, was, she was fucked. Um, she ended up having some crazy parasite. They ran a million tests on her all night long. I had to hold her in, like, a comforter mm. blanket so that blood wouldn't get everywhere. Um, they put a water package in her back, like under her skin, and I had to make sure she wouldn't roll over on it because if she did, she'd die. So I had to hold her all like morning oh, until it dissolved because she lost like dehydrated the whole thing. So now I look at that dog; she's still alive, but she's like way old now. And <laughs> I like, look at her, I'm like, "Keep on living, man." You, <laughs> I thought I paid a couple hundred dollars for it to get you, but by the end of this thing, you're like a fifteen thousand dollar dog. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. The, actually, the That's worst fucking insane. The worst, <laughs> yeah, dude. It sucked, dude. It sucked. You know, you know, it's the worst thing because uh, we did the Banfield thing like back in the day when we first got Toby. Because Toby was a mess when we got him. The cat, he had like ringworm right off the bat, and it's like we're doing all this medication with him, and then you had to like bathe him. So now he's obsessed with water. But my ex was all because she's like, I don't know, his poop looks weird. His poop, I think there's blood. In it. I'm like, I'm fucking colorblind. <laughs> like, I don't give so a I fuck. Don't, well, so I'm like, I'm colorblind. I don't see shit. I mean, I'm seeing shit, but. <laughs> 
I don't see <laughs> shit. I see shit. But so I don't I, see shit basically, in the she shit. was all like, "We'll take his poop, put it in like a plastic thing. We put it in the fridge. I have to take <laughs> it out." You know, it's a bad sign when you show up at the vet with shit, and then the they tell you it's like, "This is your last fecal examination. That's free." This is the last one. The last one that's like, free. So after this, I, like I would have to pay. the fact that you actually got any free to begin with. Like, that's I don't what think I was I like. I got any free. I'm sitting there going like, wait a minute. All this other shit was free, and now you're telling me after this one I'm going to have to pay for his shit? Uh. I'm all like, then tell me how to fix it. And they're like, I'll put some pumpkin in his food or whatnot. I'm like, some pumpkin? It's a fucking cat. <laughs> Cats love pumpkins? Apparently. I'm just like. I was Cats like, are so, fucking peanuts I was so I don't baffled. Understand. I was so The only thing that like paid off in the end was when he had to go get shots and he was in the this is the greatest thing i saw in the veterinarian there's that little window in the back room a dog went fucking berserk and (laughs) she was holding my cat and he saw his claws all of a sudden the look on his face was just (laughs) and he dug right into her and her face was just like ah so it's like finally revenge finally toby you've paid off i got it yeah but you have paid your debt. I'm looking at my ex, going like, "Really? I got it. I'm driving to the vet with shit in my car. Yeah. Like, really? Like, like why don't Tupperware, you do this? Like, this is Tupperware yeah, that was, can never be used for food again. Oh yeah, no, it was. This it was like, yeah, it was like throwing away Tupperware. But it was yeah. just like, I'm like, I've never thought in my entire life I would ever have to go to a veterinarian with shit in my car and be like, take a look at this. Well, figure it out. When we uh, first got Embryon, you know, and she's getting her puppy shots and stuff like that, they they did request a uh, a fecal sample just, you know, to check for worms and what mm. stuff like that. Just bring the dog in and be like, just wait a few minutes. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they give you this, like, this special, like, little container where you can, like, pick it up and all that stuff. So um, I've had to give dog shit to a vet before, but um, yeah. All right, high five. Hey, all, all right. right. I told it. I told it. Little, to the club. I told yeah. a little story. So. We're, we're all part of the giving shit to a vet club. All yeah, right. hashtag giving shit to the vet. So, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. How have you been? Yeah, really. Dude, I've been great, man. It's been a while yeah, since we've great. seen you. Take the mic out. Yeah, yeah go. Do yeah, what you yeah, do. What you, do. Hey, do what I, you feel. I do it. Silent, I do it quite a bit. It's all good. Just pull. Just pull. No, I know. I'm doing that, and I'm reading a text from my dad who's talking shit to me. It's funny. Is it, is it dead funny? Do you want to read it out loud? Uh, he, thinks, he thinks he is. Man, he thinks he's great. I think like every dad thinks he's like, funny. Does he like do Eric? dad jokes or does he do just yeah. jokes and he's, he no. happens to be your dad? Like he, he does no, dad jokes? Yeah. I love dad jokes. <laughs> I love dad he's, jokes. He's too. for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he, he's talking shit to me. It's so overtaxed. It's great. So, um, yeah, no, I've been great, dude. I've been having a, a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's still texting me. I told him, "All right, this is what happened. I'll, I'll bring you All in." Right, yeah. I uh, I blocked him from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the <laughs> because I post something and look, everything I post on there for the most part is a joke. It's all bullshit. Right. And he knows I'm a comedian. I've been a comedian fucking ever. And he's still like, I don't know that thing that you just wrote, man. It's like, <laughs> is that for real? What the hell is wrong with you, man? No. <laughs> so 140 characters. <laughs> yeah. So he just sent me a text. He's like, I'm just real curious on why you would block me from Twitter. <laughs> so I wrote him an explanation just now as we're sitting there talking. I'm like, look, it's and I just took because I tell jokes and you take them too seriously. <laughs> now I don't have to hear it from you. And he goes, all right, just to let you know, when I change my phone number, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a mess with you. And he, and then I'm like, you you stalk me. <laughs> like, my stalker's my dad. And he's like, the only person I stalk is our dog. Coincidentally enough, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I said, that's not a fucking person. That's a dog. <laughs> and he hasn't written back yet. The guy's just, a, he's a, a crazy goon. <laughs> well, yeah. He made me. I, I was curious about that because that happens to me. I'll type something. I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. So I'll type it up because, you know, you do stuff when you're a comedian. You put it out there. It goes to Twitter and stuff. Mom hits me back like, oh, you know, you should look on the bright side of stuff. Are I'm like, okay? it's a fucking <laughs> joke. Like, I posted something that I thought was funny because it came up. I'm like, well, you know, the relationship is over when she unfollows you on Twitter, blocks you from Facebook, and the restraining order should be the nail in the coffin. And then my yeah. mom hits me back going like, shouldn't worry about your ex. And I'm like, <laughs> that had no- like it's a fucking joke. I'm like, it had nothing to do. What? No. I'm like, that's why I have not followed you on Twitter, Mom. Because yeah. her post is all like, blessed well my mom would be the problem i'd be like i got cancer and i could be serious and she'd be like lol <laughs> like you're like really she like you said everything you post is a joke so i thought yeah, that, that was, was a joke i didn't get it but i wanted to support you <laughs> yeah man he uh he's a trip my dad's a trip they're very supportive of me but it's funny i, I so i think my most recent one was uh do porn stars grow old right and my dad was like how much porn are you watching <laughs> <laughs> and the answer like, is that's yes. None Have of you your seen Will Jeremy lately? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, dude is old as fuck. <laughs> A dude that like, I don't know, man. I don't Ron Jeremy, come on. He now. looks the same. It is true, but old as fuck. He like, always shit's wrinkled. Look, but he always looked old. Like shit's wrinkled when it shouldn't be wrinkled anymore. <laughs> dude, like yeah, it, it starts he out wrinkled, that and then dick. the fluffer gets to work and it's not wrinkled nah. anymore. Except it's still wrinkled even after the fluffer's done her job. Um, man, if I'm my saying. dick was that big and got wrinkles and you could see, I'd be yeah. like, dude, that's that's what's that's up. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not dogging. <laughs> that's Ron a Jeremy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude took a singular, Ron Jeremy, a singular towel. He like took one towel and he's like, I'm ugly, I'm fat as fuck, I'm annoying, I got a weird voice. But look at this dick. I'm going to make a career out of this. And he fucking did and it. So did. kudos to you, Ron. <laughs> oh, kudos shit. to fucking I you. I that. Damn it. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> fucking route. <laughs> yeah, Ron Jeremy and I have a shitload in common, man. Except he's wildly <laughs> successful and has a big dick. Otherwise, we're right there with each other, dude. Right? <laughs> we have so much in common. That should have been. That should be an opener now. Be like, ah, I should have gotten the porn star route. <laughs> what was the joke I had in high school? Like they were asking, like, what college do you want to go to if you want to be a writer? I'm like, raised by hand. I'm like, what a college do I go to if I want to be an Asian porn star? <laughs> and the woman just looked at me like, you're. You're not Asian, though. I'm like, besides the point. Come on. Work Which with is you. exactly why I need to go to school. Gosh. You're really good at cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Except every time I showed up for an audition, they're like, way too big, way too big. I'm like, really? Because American women are saying, not feeling it. <laughs> they weren't talking they about They say it's Asian. Part. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just assumed. <laughs> Anybody got I didn't mean for everybody. That's why I was signaling and not saying it out loud. Because you can I, say it out loud, man. I was We're like, somebody family. give me the bottle opener and like... Everybody stop, stop. Eric, to be fair, we're not the Power Rangers show, so we have like eight listeners right now. We have right no now. professionalism Yo, what whatsoever here. goddamn show, man. What a niche. Holy crap, dude. Those guys. Blowing up. You know, I, no, seriously, though, they, I mean, they put out a good show. The, the production value is high. Everything is it's fantastic. But holy crap. Like, seriously, I did never expected that kind of boom. Like, seriously. But, hey, I'm I'll doing take a, it. a VR Troopers podcast. Man. All right. All right. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. It's a lot <laughs> more, it's not more successful than my Jeffersons podcast right now. <laughs> the Jeffersons? Well, the fact that I don't Is watch the, any of the episodes. Are those the ones that move on up to the east side? Home? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you can That's shut the door. That's what I was waving to. Okay, you, should, you can shut the door then. 
Um, like, oh, she's home. Close the door, quick. No, Eric well, was just being. I only did it because the dog could come in and out. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, VR troopers. I haven't thought of that in a long time. What about time. big bag Beetleborgs? Ooh, I don't really is. remember those Dinobots. No, it was, uh, it was basically, yeah, Dinobots, but... What the fuck are you people talking about? We're talking about, like, early, late 80s Basically, what happened toys. is, uh, obviously, Power Rangers a, was successful, so they did a bunch of spinoff series. VR Troopers was one. Thundercats podcast. Thundercats. Ho! Thundercats. Thundercats. Ho! Ho! But, uh, and Thunder then there was Thundercats. Thundercats. Hey! But you... <laughs> hey! I, I, I realize that... You realize they get lazy, because I think... I want to see that The storyline, Big Bad Beetleborgs, was basically these three kids go into a haunted house, and a ghost gives them powers. And I'm like, you guys were not even... Like, who sat at the thing going, like, they go into a haunted house. I'm liking where this is going. Okay. Vincent okay. They find There's a ghost. ghost there. Okay. All right. And he yeah. gives them powers. Sold. Fucking what kind of powers? Sold. Ghost powers? No, it was like they all became their favorite comic book, which was Big Bad wait, Beetleborgs. Yeah. Why would it? Wait, why would a ghost give them that power? Ex- Thank you. <laughs> like you know, if you walk like, into okay, like they, any studio right now with that idea, they'd be like, "Get the fuck out!" Here's here's what we do. I can instantly make this a viable concept. Yes. Instead of going into a haunted house, okay. they walk into a haunted comic book shop. Ooh, spooky! Boom! I just fixed VR for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm like sitting there going like, wait, this is all it took just to walk into a studio and be like, I got an idea. And everyone's like, fucking just do it. Like now you walk so in, you, you could have a legitimate got, idea. With you like, got teenagers in suits, right? Okay. So yeah, I don't even so, I'm not even listening to the rest. Just, just make the show. We'll put it on the <laughs> air. Go for it. Who made this show? This show sucks. <laughs> teenagers in suits that run a cotton candy shop? What the <laughs> fuck is this? Wait, there's a cotton candy shop? I don't well, know. you wait, signed out to I'm it. On you board. You now I'm on board. You didn't listen to the rest of the pitch. No, see, before I wasn't quite uh, enthralled, and then you said cotton candy shop. Oh, and I, was I don't like, like cotton right. candy. Oh, you, what? I don't like sweets. Eric's a, uh, Matthew Fucking actually is a, he's a popcorn guy. I don't like it either. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Popcorn. When I found that out, <laughs> oh, my God, man. It was I over, man. something happened to you as a child. It was over when you found that out. <laughs> Back in the old office, boom. Popcorn. No, but anyway, so, Kevin, things are good. How's, uh, how's appropriately and appropriate going? Dude, the show's going great. Actually, it's the past few weeks have been exceptional. Um, so so a couple, couple things at once again. Uh, yeah, they've been uh, the guests we've had have been super interesting. Mm-hmm. We just did um, this past week. We released two episodes in one week, which we haven't mm-hmm. done before. Um, Sundays, which is when our show comes out, normally. Yeah, normally is was with Sam Flieger. He's a young comedian, so it was cool to kind of talk to him. He's, I think he just turned twenty five. Local guy. Yeah, Phoenix comic. Um, been doing it for two years, so it was cool to kind of dig into him and just kind of see feel him his, out. Yeah, his thought process and his angle to comedy, being so much younger than I am, and most of the people that we have on the show, just at twenty five is still a young comic. And then uh, the midweek show, the like the special one that we did was with Matt Stores and Chris Centeni, and then Nancy wasn't there for that one, so it was just us three comics, kind of like tonight. <laughs> yeah, fucking Nancy, <laughs> what the hell? She always got stuff to do. Oh. Like, I got to vacuum my floor that isn't there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> With that $300 vacuum, whatever the shit it was. I love when she said that. She's like, I got this one. I'm like, you have no carpeting. It's all wood floor. Yeah. Well, she needs a vacuum. Did you see the size of that dog? She needs see a vacuum the size like of the dog. I've written it. Like, to the store and uh, come yeah. back. The like, I've gone into battle on the back of that dog. Like, okay, seriously. If anybody huge. saw the last piece of The Hobbit with the war pig, that dog was based off of it. Yeah, I, I would believe that. I would believe that, and I haven't even seen it. So, 
Well, all in dog all, is all I'm saying. We love you, Nance. Miss we ya. do, man. Yeah, but, we do. Um, so yeah, the one with Centenny and Matt Stores. We did. We started just just doing a regular episode, and then mm-hmm. like thirty minutes in, we realized. The three of us have completely different comedic styles. Oh, yeah. So, like, Matt does more of, like, a one-line, two-line comic, which we then, Centeni actually said it pretty, it made sense. He's, like, an absurdist narrator. Mm, so he comes right. up with things quick, tells the joke, and then moves on. Um, Centeni's a storyteller, and I'm a bit doer. If that makes a any sense. Doer. Yeah. So like my jokes and bits last, you know, four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. Centenny stories go, you know, seven to ten. And Matt, he goes like 45 boom, boom, boom. seconds at the most. Mm. So it was cool, man. I mean, we just talked about the difference in styles and how we all kind of come up with, with our own comedic sense. And it was right. a, it's a great episode, dude. I, I listened needed, back to I it. I haven't like, had a chance to listen to that one yet. So I do need to. That's on my list to listen to while I'm uh, hawking garage doors this weekend. <laughs> yeah, man. So. It, it's fun. Yeah. And then uh, this Sunday, we just recorded last night with Paul Lucy. There's mm-hmm. another comedian out here. And dude has like... It's a good episode. A million stories, dude. It's two hours long, so it's lengthy. Holy fuck. Yeah, sit you back didn't sign and relax. Off. I didn't sign off on that. Sit, ba- <laughs> sit back and relax. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it probably, that's probably going to be the only two hour one we did because it just, I mean, I just sat back and listened to this oh, dude that's go. That's awesome. Um, and then towards the end, we talked comedy, but I mean, he's he's been through some shit. Right. So, like, to tease, man, he lived in Brooklyn. Mm hmm. Uh, on top of his the apartment was on yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> his apartment was on top of a mortuary oh, and across the street from a church and so he tells One stories about right like there. yeah he tells stories about having to like help lift dead people yeah oh, like <laughs> so, a break and he was way into drugs dude so it's like <laughs> it's all kinds of stories it's it's all so one time i was so high i didn't even know if the guy was dead or not dude didn't care <laughs> yeah, no. i just wanted to lift him up <laughs> he's did. like lifting him up stiff as a board stiff as a board <laughs> as a feather stiff as a board. three months <laughs> later not a, a mortuary he's a preschool yeah. <laughs> holy shit Jeez. Preschools Better. will take over anything. Do you have you seen this? There is a on uh, on Broadway at like McClintock. There is a Sunrise Preschool that used to be a hustler shop. No, <laughs> no joke. Way. Like I drove by and I was is like, is that still Sunrise? the uniform? I, I hope so. <laughs> be, I'm like, I'll take my kid there so I can drop him off and pick him up. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, I was like, I was driving by and I'm like. Yeah, this is that's just a weird a weird situation to turn like a pus- literally a porn and a, a, I'm sorry an adult novelty store. No, just say a porn. <laughs> it's a porn shop uh, to turn that into a fucking preschool. Like I'm like that's just a weird uh, re- repurposing of a building. Yeah, right there. You know what I'm saying? But no, but that is one thing I do like about uh, Kevin's show though is like getting all the comedians in there, and you do realize how many different styles everybody has, and just like how people go about it, and it's just it's fascinating. You know, it, it's fun, man, and it's cool to talk with everybody because even if you do have the same style, you have a different way of generating your comedy, where right. it comes from, mm-hmm. how you write it, how do you perform it, and present it. Um, like from for instance, for me, I come up with an idea and a premise, and I just write down the premise idea so i don't forget it but all my writing is done on stage so i just go up and and like two minutes before i know i'm about to go up i put the act together in my head no and then i go up and present it and that and then i just write from there and then so it's almost I, like you're 
improvising, but yeah. not it's, it's cheating improvising <laughs> because I know I know exactly what well, I'm going to talk premise, about. You got a premise, yeah, but you don't have the exact words, so it is still improvisation, kind of until I get it down, and then after I perform it enough times, then right. it's, you know, it's no, second then it's just it a, comes then out it's the just same. a bit. No, it's always true because uh, every time funny. every time I'm in line with Kevin before we're going up on stage, sometimes he's always like, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> it's yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. It, it, all these comics, it's, it's funny. Because, yeah, we can get the people that you know and the headliners, but why? You've already heard them in a million other podcasts and interviews. There's so many comics in Phoenix that you don't know about that are just as funny or they're working their fucking ass off and deserve to be heard from. Mm-hmm. And that's what our show does. And, and you know, we, we have, we're booked out through May of comics and then i think we're kind of done with the first round so you've gotten to know them all yeah and then we bring them back and then it's more of dude let's get into some crazy stories just have a good old time we can talk shop and comedy but we can also just dude have a good old time because man if anybody can tell a funny story it's a comic and if anybody's lived a crazy life it's a goddamn comic because <laughs> we do anything for the story well it's also that like They've already been on the show. They know how it operates, so it's more comfortable. They can open up more because, um, I mean, if you're just meeting these people, you know, you guys do a show and you're like, hey, you, you know, you make a connection. They agree to come on. It might be their first time actually coming and doing something like that where they'll come in and be kind of guarded. Granted, you know, I mean, you're a very personable person, so you can like, you know, you you can people can open up, but like, um, no. But even with that said, and do you guys get this where? Now at this point, when somebody asks me to be on the podcast, I say no, and the <laughs> reason like, being you. is because anybody that's done that has been the worst guest. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Oh, dude, I'd be so good on your podcast. I'm like, all right, let's let's find out. And then, and no. it's it's the worst episode. They don't talk. We've we've had that once where we well, it wasn't somebody who asked to be on the show. Granted, we made the mistake of inviting them. It was a, a friend of somebody. It who was had basically been a friend of a friend, and they yeah, it was somebody who had been on the show and had been a good guest. And they said, oh, this person would be a good guest, too. And they were not. Yeah. And it was weird because it was like, you're asking them questions. They're just like, they're shaking yeah, their they're head. They're literally like, nodding <laughs> and shaking and their like, head. We're like, it's a podcast. Is, you have to kind of talk. Which, like, is, this is, which is really funny. I, we probably told the story before. So we had Matthew on like for the first time because Matthew wanted to do. He hit me up. Matthew and I go way back to high school. He hit me up because he had the Fro Show. And it was great because like he comes on. We had good energy and everything. That. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then Matthew's like, all right, see you guys later. So he leaves. And then Eric comes up. He's like, yeah, I know he's Did your friend and all. Him? And I'm all like, <laughs> like how he how he presented it. He was like, yeah, I know he's your friend and all. You guys go way back. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, and he's like, this, but fucking I, guy, this right guy had really good energy. We should have, I'm looking at Eric going like, you fucking asshole. Like, because I know what you were gonna do. You were gonna basically say no, and I was gonna be the one that had to hit him up. Be like, yeah, not gonna work. It's like breaking up with somebody. It's like, how do you? I still want to be friends. Uh, I like you as a person. You know, I wasn't, it, it wasn't even going for that vibe. It was more like, a, you know, like I want to make sure that you understand that I'm coming at this from a objective standpoint. Yeah, but you like, didn't I'm, present it like that. But. Yeah, no, you were great. You were fantastic. That's what we wanted to do on the show. So it was like you wouldn't know it now. 
Sometimes yeah. you don't even know I'm here. But yeah, we know you're here. That's why we. That's, <laughs> that's why we always like to have recurring guests. And if we have a guest that comes on that's been on the, for the first time, they nail it. We're like, mm-hmm. we want them back and oh, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But speaking it, of the of the Fro Show, though, yeah, that made a triumphant return today, didn't it? It did. It did. You number can check 52. out Woo! episode yeah. number fifty two is available. Fifty one. Right it's fifty two. In the episode, I say fifty because I forget about the two that we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's yeah. Bad. Yeah, I'm I came sorry. back. You know, I was just like, it's been a very long time since I've released any content for the masses. So, uh, yeah, I was happy to, to get it out. And um, a couple of the artists that I featured on it liked it. So, that's positive. Uh, that's positive. So, yeah. Yeah, and you, uh, if you're listening to the show live, you'll be able to hear episode 52 of The Fro Show here in uh, just a, a little while. When we, when we take our break, we'll go ahead and play that as the break. But also, you can hear it all by itself anytime at uh, 4 Feel, feel uh, on the free to listen to it com. over and over and over again. Because I want to get past those Power Ranger dudes. Yeah, so I posted. I don't know if you saw, Power. but I had uh, I hit up the the artist that you yeah, had. Yeah, I saw you that. Featured. I, I hit him up on Facebook, and one of them uh, liked the post mm-hmm. that I posted on there, and the other one actually liked it and commented like, "Hey, they're awesome" or whatever. So, um, so that's good news. Cool. You know, none of them like. The fuck you think you're doing or something like that? So no, I know uh, that was just me. I know Yusef <laughs> liked it and. Uh, like I said in the episode, we've been in like communication, and he's agreed to come on the show. It's just scheduling wise, so um, I'm pumped, man. I've got I've got good ideas for the show. I just mm-hmm. need to implement them, right, and figure out how to do it. I mean, you know, Studio Six Six One. I think that's what I'm calling this. Right? Studio Six Sixty One. Studio Six Six One. It's still a work in progress, but I figured, you know, people come over and. Need some fancy sound baffles? No, but it, but it happens. Like so, that. like when you get to a certain stride, Megan's, Megan's already got an idea, man. Oh, she right wants, on. yeah, she wants to put like, but not like just your standard one. She mm-hmm. wants to get like decorative ones. Oh, right on. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, they make they make fancy looking ones and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it all it, that does happen though when you're doing a podcast. Like once you hit like a certain point, you're like, okay, can we? What can we do different? Or like when the show starts, it becomes something completely different. Like later on in the episode, yeah. like Patrick, you know, for All White Tukey was hitting me up with a bunch of ideas. I'm like, okay, yeah, we can reformat the show. I'm like, we only did like 10 episodes because, again, I'm on this huge hiatus, which is funny because I'm going through going, that show's not coming back. That show's not coming back. That show's not coming back. I'm going to go back down to maybe four. <laughs> oh, my dear. Oh, my goodness, he man. He throws 10 out the window and he's down to four. I was just going to say, there was a stint for a while where it was like, you would come back and be like, I got a new idea. <laughs> well, the problem you know is, I mean? is I have the ideas, but the problem is, is apparently finding co-hosts is a pain in the fucking ass. Like, I'm going to have to have Matthew back on for uh, guest co-host for Arcade Bros Arcade when we Bros. come back because yeah. apparently, I, again, no one plays video games anymore, apparently. I do. Tell but, you what, hey, when you're ready to record that Hearthstone episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll have you guys it. both on and you'll just say, yeah. well, except you will be all like, I was just playing. Wait, what? Did you guys Sorry. did you guys check out that mobile game I was telling you about? I have not yet. Heavenly Strike Rivals? No, I have not yet. That was the smartest thing I've ever done is make uh, Matthew an admin on Arcade Bros cuz like he posted I'm like I've never even heard of this. Mm. And like how we put it up there was like he like tagged everything. I'm like he knows yeah. how to social media. Yeah, I tagged a lot of people. No, that was good cuz I'm all like I'm like here's the story. 
Hashtag Fern. <laughs> Everyone's like, was this written by a fucking 12-year-old? I'm like, yeah, that's what the state Hashtag said. Fern. Yeah. This dude really likes, like, foliage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the movie Fern. The Fern is the greatest movie ever. You don't know. It could be good. So um, you're still hitting up Scottsdale stand-up live Scottsdale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, actually, tomorrow night, there's this show. <laughs> God, this is pathetic. Uh <laughs> Wow. I have I have a story that I've told. Nah, I've told like four or five times, and it's like the worst story ever to hear. I mean, you guys will feel way better about yourself. If you heard it. Awesome. Tell nah, me. I don't know Please. about that. Uh, <laughs> maybe you know what? I'll, all right, I'll tell it the second half of the show so everybody. All can right, st- all it's right. it's horrifying. Um, but yeah, tomorrow night, Saturday, um, at Stand Up Scottsdale in the side room, they're doing a bad romance show. All right. Oh, dude, why tell, wasn't I contacted? You, t- you tell stories about you know bad, anything bad that happened dating, marriage, anything in a relationship. Yeah. And they asked me to tell this story, and it's the last time I'm ever going to tell it. Then I'm retiring it because it is. It's I'm such a horrible person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see why the second those half make, of the show. Those make tuned. the best story. Uh, but yeah, man. And then uh, you know, I'm going to be back there April second, which is a Thursday, right before um, Easter weekend. Yeah, with uh, a couple buddies of mine, Johnny Laquasto and Grant Cotter. They're headlining. Come out to that one. We'll be there all weekend, but the Thursday one is we've already said we're starting the weekend off insane. Okay. So we're going grade A nonstop partying and having a great time that night nice um and they'll be on my podcast either that morning thursday or the next day and you can hear them if you didn't make it to that show you can hear them and then uh if eric approves it we'll release it early so so you can catch them um and hear who they are and what they're about and everything i'm good to release anything whenever pretty johnny uh you know johnny came out here uh earlier last year and we did the side room at Stand Up Scottsdale and sold the thing out and just killed me. He's so funny. Uh, is he now? This is he a is local dude room. or is he he's no. coming in town? Yeah, yeah from he's L.A. Okay, L.A. Him and Grant Cotter. Uh, so look both of those guys up, man, because they're killers. They're really really funny. And uh, yeah, man, we're we're just that Thursday show. We're like, dude, this weekend is this is going to be the best show. Awesome. Thursday night, so April second, Thursday, come out. Kill it. Awesome. Four two. Yeah. Thursday. Scott. Stand up. Yeah. Really Scott Scott yeah stand up. Scott stand up. Scott yeah. Stand up. Scott sell people. It's a great venue. They don't. Sh- uh, they don't charge you for drinks, which is nice. Yeah. No like drink you, minimum. Oh no nothing. Man. I fucking love that. Oh, yeah. dude, it's so good. I don't know I mean, how much they do charge you if you want a drink. Let's be. Let's well, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's not like a requirement. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. Forehead Radio told me if drinks are free. Yeah. You have to pay for your drinks. Yep. But there's no minimum. You don't have to buy a drink if you don't want to. Yep. Is the question? Yeah. It's not like those places where you walk in the door like two drinks now. You like, <laughs> but I don't want two drinks right now. <laughs> like, maybe I'll want two drinks throughout the course of the night, but maybe I won't. I don't know. Yeah, man, I hate that. But that's what they make their money off of, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't make well, it off of door sales. They make it all I, off of food Last time we were at Stand Up Scottsdale, when we, when we saw you, I had more than two drinks. So trust me, I, they, they got them. their money off of me. <laughs> I, know I, I, knew, I know I need to get back out on stage again and everything, because this motherfucker, every time I go out on stage, he has a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. It's not my fault. You're like, hey, I'm going to decide to go on stage today. You're having a house flood. You know, whatever. Okay, it's not first my off, fault. my stuff is like months in advance. So. Oh, shut up. Do you guys have Tucson listeners? Do you know? I have I'm no sure idea. No idea? If you're in Tucson, I'll, I'll promote this show, too. 
Uh, a week from tonight, me and Brant Tobler are in Tucson at Sinatra's Hideout. Sinatra's Hideout. And hey, I think, I think Friday the 13th? Are, yeah, I think tickets are like $15, 10 or 15 bucks. Holy uh, same price as a Sinatra's, <laughs> Sinatra's Hideout is a speakeasy oh. to the fullest, man, oh, to the fullest. Fuck. They got like secret passages and Dude, shit? It's, you can do whatever you want in that place, apparently. Uh, I'm gonna road tri- dude, I'm, road trip. I'm, We're going I'm to so putting that to the test. And <laughs> and when Toby, yeah, Toby and I do a show, man, we do a show, so it's gonna be fucking. He's fun uh, beating off in the front of the <laughs> audience. Yeah, yeah. Like Kevin said, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Go check with him. He's on the no, show, but, but pretty the, much he's on the billboard for crying out loud. <laughs> he said it, I could do this. Listen, it's as cool. So so Tober's a buddy of mine, and he kind of said fuck comedy clubs for this round, mm-hmm. and he's doing a sixty. City tour in like seventy days. Oh shit! Uh, and nothing but like bar shows. Yeah. Right on. And so this place is small, and it it used to be like a like fifteen people could sit in there. <laughs> and then they busted They're down like, a wall. They moved yeah. around a lot of shit. And now sixteen yeah. people can sit. Yeah. In there. So yeah. it's all they good. They bust the tables outside. So. Uh, now it's like seventy people. Wow! But. The vibe, dude, it's just crazy cool. Yeah, and for can, our comedy, it's it works. Close. It's just going to be so goddamn fun, man. It's cozy. I can't wait. Can't it's wait. Cozy. Yeah. Um, and he's filming <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, cool. The entire 60 cities he's filming. Oh, wow. So he's got like, uh, he's got like five GoPros to just put wherever hand to the audience. And then he's got two pairs of glasses with video cameras in it like so Google, that we can wear Google it as we're up there. Yeah. Oh, right on. And he's going to post it every week. On a website, so whenever oh, I'll right. let everybody Is it know. Be like yeah. on YouTube, can you subscribe? I think so. I don't know what exactly he's going to put it on yet, but it starts. I mean, next when you week. find out, let us know because we'll uh, we'll promote it on the on yeah the man radio yeah, page. Sure. Tucson, no, dude, awesome. Tucson's the third city that, that he's fun. starting at. So San Diego, and then he's got one in Phoenix at Monkey Pants. And then we're doing Tucson Goodyear Flagstaff. Wait, are they still doing stuff? Uh-huh. I've heard mixed, uh-huh. I've heard, I've heard mixed reviews now. about Monkey Pants. Have I did it for the first time. Yeah, I did it for the first time a few weeks now, you, ago. You, you did Monkey Pants once, right? I have not done Monkey oh, Pants. Oh, I thought, I thought I, you had. I, I went, actually, was it Mike? Was it Michael who did Monkey Pants? Yeah, my, he was yeah. there the night yeah, I went to. Yeah, yeah, Turner has done it. And he did not have good things to say about it. He likes the room. He's the one that gave me the spot. No, who was it? The somebody came on and said bad things. No, no, about that was Monkey probably Pants. me. Okay, well, I wasn't. The, it wasn't so much as bad. It was the fact that when I went there, a buddy of mine was like, "Oh, you should check this out," because he, for some reason, he wanted me to mentor him and come like doing stand up. And I was all like, "I haven't done stand up in ten years." Like, okay, so I was trying to give him some points, and Those I went there to teach. So well, that's like, what he was going. Oh, with. <laughs> so mean. Sorry. You get up on. We're still waiting for you and Matthew to get. I'm not. I'm not trying to do or teach. So, I'm <laughs> but anyways, we went there and like we're listening to comedians, and the problem was, it's like a lot of them had good material. They just didn't know how to deliver. It. And then one guy, like, he went to the whole, like, he said a joke, and, like, people got him. He's like, I'll wait for you guys to catch up. I'm like, oh, like, don't alienate the audience. Yeah. I'm all like, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> like, uh, that's the problem. It's like, I'm trying maybe, not to be that dick comedian, but it does happen. Like, especially when I hear certain impersonations now, I'm like, oh, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, but it and comes not- off. It comes off like a dick, but you got to be honest. So it's not being a dick. You, you, it's, it's criticism. Well, that's what I was trying to ex- explain to my buddy. I was like, no, they had really good material, just no one knew how to deliver it. And I'm like, and that happens sometimes where like I'll ha- come up with something that I think is hilarious, but I didn't deliver it correctly mm-hmm. when I said it, and people are like, uh, and I'm like, shit, you know. And yeah, but it's also it's also a learning experience. Well, so, exactly. Like, that's what yeah. I was just trying yeah. to explain to him. Yeah. Like, 
He's like, but yeah, but don't you want like that was this big thing he said to me, and I, I'm pretty sure Kevin can agree with me. He's like, yeah, but don't you want comedians to bomb before you go on? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, you ever have to resurrect a dead room? It's fucking hard. Dude, the other night, <laughs> God, the other night I went up. The guy before me walked half the room. And what that means is people got up and left. People actually left. That's so. I was like, hard. "Cool, man. I get to follow this." Like, <laughs> like you're like yelling at the people, "Come back!" Seriously. Yeah, because, not nah, because basically rough. you want that memento. You want yeah. someone to start off the show. Everything's great. The next set comes on. Everything just keeps because all that's going to happen is it's going to build, 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 and be Once better. Once you're already and laughing, you're already in the mood to laugh. But as soon as somebody yeah. hits something and it just kills the audience, like I've had that happen. Like I had to come back up. I came up. On that stage. happened when we were there when we were watching. Uh, when we were watching Kevin that one time, mm-hmm. that one guy came up and he his jokes, like if I read them in text, I would have laughed. But the way he delivered them, we were both sitting there like, like we both cringed yeah, when rough. he said them. It's like, ah. But it's, luckily, Michael it came me. up in between. Oh, oh yeah. No, you were fantastic. You, no, were, you were good. Every oh, time I've God. seen you, like I've, I've seen you post like, oh, crap, I went on stage and ate shit tonight. I've never I seen did, that. Man. The only I time have. I've seen you on stage, you fucking killed. Thank so you. it was great. Which is really Thank funny you. because everyone always asks me that. They're like, don't you, just like, aren't you worried about bombing? I'm like, dude, I would love to bomb. And it's not like, like I want to bomb. It's like, because then you can sit there and go, okay. At least you have the, the what, feedback. Yeah, that feedback. that input. Okay, what do I need to fix? What do I need to do? And things like that. Like, you know, open mic nights is when you learn, like, okay, I'm trying out new stuff. And that was like mm-hmm. a joke that I tried out for the first time with making fun of George W. Bush with the painting and the Bob Ross thing. Oh, and no, I came no. off of stage and people were just all like, W is sacred. Don't you tread on I'm just fucking around. <laughs> but I came off of stage <laughs> and people, like, wait, and people were like oh, looking geez. at me like, that was fucking genius. And I'm like, okay, well, that was the first time I did that, so I'll keep it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because that's all you have to You're basically just crafting, but it's like when you're doing like a showcase or an actual show, you got your jokes down and someone bombs, it's really hard to resurrect a room because then everybody in the audience is like, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, and you're right. Look, at an open mic, we talk about this on our podcast, too, a lot with comics, because at open mics, we see guys that continue to do the same thing that are also in their act. And it's like, why are you doing this now? You know it works. Get You're done. You're done with it. You right. know it works. Mm-hmm. It's in your act. This is an open mic, man. And we go back and forth. Like, I will go up stone cold, brand new material to try at an open mic, mm-hmm. because for me, that is learning. But if you're not comfortable with like realizing that I could eat shit for the next five, seven minutes, then yeah, go out and do something that works that, you know, works to start out with. So you have that crowd on your side right. and then you can get a real reaction off of them with your new stuff, kind of pepper it in. But dude, I go up stone cold and there's times where they don't laugh at all, man. And it's, <laughs> and it's rough, but, but, That's, but it, I can't even like, I, I, I just can't even imagine, like, well, seriously, going on stage. First of all, that that terrifies me. Just the thought of it to begin with, and then think the thought of going on stage, trying to tell jokes, and having nobody laugh. Like that's worth. Like I'd rather have people booing me. Like honestly, no, I'd rather have wouldn't do some that's, reaction. That's even worse. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like at least they like. Did you hear me? Like I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy up there. Like. Is this no. thing on? Like, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. But like, if they're booing, I know they heard me. At least. I, I will say this: I mean, Stevens, a hundred percent right that when you bomb, finally, when you, <laughs> <laughs> when you do bomb, uh, the really you don't want to ever bomb. Okay, but at I, open I mic, that. that's okay. I'm not saying that. That's okay <laughs> if you do because it's such a learning experience. You've taken what you had, and even if you think it's a great idea, the way you presented it. It didn't work, okay? 
Now, it might not have worked for that crowd, but it might for another one. That's why you go up to do another mic and try the same material again. You have to have, to be an open micer nowadays, man, you've got to fucking have some crazy self-esteem that you don't care about anything and go up every night with this material and eat shit. Dude, I see a guy every week eat shit. I mean, he Mm -hmm. hasn't made one person smile yet. (laughs) That's hard. And yeah, but he's still doing it. But he's man. still he's doing it. Yes. All right. So two nights ago, I'm hanging out, and he goes up, and and other comics are in. You know, we hang out in the back of the room, and like Jesus Christ, here he goes again. You're like, like this but, fucking but guy. don't, but never quit, man. I would never tell that guy to stop. Mm-hmm. All right, keep doing what you're doing because eventually you'll figure it out. And if you don't, then all right, you don't. But what did you lose? Mm-hmm. Right. Except exactly. for time. That's a guy I want but, you to have on your show to talk to. <laughs> I want to hear that. Well, that's uh, it. Wouldn't be funny. That's a great. That's a great thing. Uh, that's a great thing. I told uh, like Kevin and a lot of people because I do you know a shit ton of impersonations. So I'm like, if I start bombing, I just have to whip those out, and everybody hates that because they're like, well, fuck you. You yeah. got like an ace in the hole. Kind yeah, of but shit. even with that said, so I've been doing comedy for a long time. I know tricks. So even when I go up and I'm eating shit, I throw a trick in that'll make the the crowd laugh or giggle or smile just to engage them again. Mm-hmm. And I can but keep working. How many new times material. in one show can you drop your pants? I mean, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, for me, that's how, when I say comics go up with something that works to start out so Mm -hmm, you get a real reaction from your material, for me, that's what I do. I can throw a trick in to keep their interest, and then I go on with the continued new material. Um, And look, when you start it out, it's so rough, man. Rarely do you pull out a new bit that just works. Uh And even if it does, it's not going to sound the same. A few weeks from now, after you've worked it out a bunch right. of times, it's it's so fresh and it stretches out, and you've got different beats everywhere. I'm getting nerdy about it, but no, I love the idea of the the concept behind the comedy because most people only see the polished. Most people only see the HBO special. Yeah, well, that's all the, they should the stand up stuff, yeah. and and they're like, oh, this is so perfect. Like, how do they just go out there and make this up like right off the top of their head? And the fact of the matter is. They probably aren't like ninety percent no, of the yeah. time. No, they bust they've their ass. They work this shit, and out. they do the same set. It's funny because when I was growing up, I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh my god, dude, that was so funny." Now, what are they going to do when they go on tour? They got to change every hour. And then I got no. older, and I was like, "No, it's the same <laughs> hour yeah, yeah. everywhere. It's the yeah. same act. It's the same pauses. Everything you see is exactly the same yeah. everywhere, and you can't shit on that because look, you go to a movie." It's the same movie you see every time. Right? It's the same comedy act. Mm-hmm. Now you go see him the next time. It's like part two. Mm-hmm. Right. They should have different material. That's my opinion. In theory. In theory. In theory. Some comics don't, and that's yeah. But that's I think I can't. Right there is why that uh, second incarnation of the white collar or what is it, the blue collar comedy mm-hmm. or whatever. Why the second like the first one was hilarious. The second one, like eighty percent the same shit. And then, like, they wondered why it didn't do well. Yeah. I'm like, but because it was then, like 80% then, yeah. the same shit as the last time. Like, it was funny then, but mm-hmm. we've all seen it. We've all heard it. And it's so you look at. Uh, it's just a different variation of right. the mm-hmm. same kind of. Yeah. Um, what am I trying to say? The same kind of, like, agenda or, like, timeline. Okay, was, we're going to start off with this. Straight up the same okay, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go le- with the left hook about some, like, lady or something, you know, like that. Right. So it's like the same incre- uh, incarnation. Yeah. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like a guy like Louis C.K., who you can't compare to anybody. He's no. one of the best of all time. He's hilarious. But if you go back, Louis C.K. puts out a new uh, a new special every year, and he just ditches the material that he does. The second he records it, it's done. Uh, 
But you watch him and you can watch each special and you grow with him. All right. You know exactly what he's been through as a parent, as a person with his kids, everything. And you keep growing. I mean, now his daughter, his oldest one's like 13. Mm-hmm. And you hear him talk about that and all these jokes. And the thing that I, I almost can't listen to Louie because I do my kid material. <laughs> and I listen to that. I'm like, great. Now I can't talk about that because that's exactly the stance I have on right. it. But he's so much more famous and better. There's right. no way I can touch it. It. Comedy is hard that way. Like no, you see, it is. Like music. Like somebody does something good, and then somebody else comes along and is like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of that, and I'm going to do it as a, as a tribute. I'm going to sample that. And it, everybody's fine with it as long as you credit it properly, mm-hmm. as long as you don't fucking pull a vanilla ice and be like, oh, no, that's mine's totally different. That sounds nothing like Queen. No, it fucking sounds exactly like it, and everybody knows it. Just admit mm-hmm. it. But you can't do that with comedy. You can't no. you can't sample mm-hmm. another comedian's work and be like, hey everybody, hey, here's my take on uh, Chris Rock's. Uh, well, that was bit a, about, that was a uh, joke. I, that was a joke I came up with, but I've never used. It was just an idea I had. I was like, what if someone came out and be like, oh dude, I'm going to do a cover of this guy's joke or something? <laughs> like that. People like, do that when they first start out because uh-huh. they don't know any better. So they come out and they start doing old Rodney Dangerfield jokes and bits, and it's like, man, this Rodney Dangerfield's like, oh, I thought that's what comedy was. It's like, yeah, and it's not. You're like, you can't get but, respect that way. But okay. So, with <laughs> you fucking serious. that was that was funny. That's good. That's good. Uh, Bill Burr and uh, and a buddy of mine, Sam. Um, they're two comics. They headline. They go into clubs to work out material, and they do their set, and they leave. They don't do that to be an asshole because they don't get along with comics. They do it because they don't want to hear other people's material. They don't want to have their material cross Mm -hmm. or hear something and be like, God damn it, that's a pretty good idea. I want to do that. They want theirs to be totally original. Right. Now, I hang out at comedy clubs, man. It's what I do. Right. When I don't have my son, I'm at a comedy club. I hang out. I listen to everybody, and I get it. Because you hear somebody go up, and it's not... I don't take the material, but I understand that people Brent. can mm-hmm. because they'll hear a premise and they'll be like, dude, I could do that way funnier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come up with my own version of it. And when you're a, a headliner like that, it's like, dude, I, I totally get you just leaving because you can't be around it. You right. just need to do your material. Yeah, you can't get have out. That, that stigma if you do end up telling a yeah. joke. Where music, you don't is... get that because it's not like... I'm I'm ripping a song off of you. It's like you, you yeah, don't. Yeah, you can literally say I'm, a, I, I appreciate that music so much. I'm sampling it, and everybody's cool with it. Everybody everybody no, seems and, to be fine with it, and, and except for me, when I, I bitch about everything. <laughs> so like fucking Kid Rock, fuck you, you asshole. Dude took two great songs and made one shitty song out of it. Fuck it, fuck that guy. You know Seriously. he's sitting there crying because he listens to the podcast. Seriously, fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Know what, kid? Listen, Mr. Rock, I apologize <laughs> if you're offended. Mr. Rock. But fuck you. Seriously. You know what, kid? Fucking Werewolves of London, Mr. great Rock. song. Yeah. Mr. Fucking Rock. Sweet Home Alabama, great song. Your bullshit, bullshit. Okay? <laughs> End the fucking story. No, I'm but it's, it is true, though, because that happened to me with, uh, I was listening to a Chris Hardwick album, and I thought I came up with a joke, and this is like the first time I listened to this album. I thought I came up with a joke that I thought was hilarious. I was talking about basically a vampire's favorite time of the month for a woman is her period or whatnot. Cause it's they great. Yeah. And then he had that same joke, and I'm like, I never heard it. I was all like, that's so, I'm like, so it can happen where you come up with the same idea without even hearing it, but now it's like you heard that joke, and I'm like, well, I can't use that because everybody then I'm pretty much is... I would well, say my two fan base yeah. uh, would probably listen to Chris Hardwick and be like, you just stole it from him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's happened to me even a couple times, not even just once, a couple times where I come off stage and somebody said, hey, that that bit you did about this is somebody else's bit. 
And I'm like, look, there's so many goddamn comedians yeah. in the country that, yeah, we're all doing each other's material. Yeah. How much more shit can we come up with? Right. What I did was... It's just life, though. I mean, you know, like, <clears throat> of course everybody's going to have similar yeah. like circumstances and, this, and, and so this is what mine was. This is what mine was. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm just animated about it. Um, it was around Christmas time, and my son was like, oh, I want this for Christmas, and this for Christmas, this for Christmas. And, I was like, and then he opens the present or whatever. I was like, oh, we'll get this and this you know, for you. Um, and he was, all right, anything that you don't get, Santa's just going to get me. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, how much money does he think fucking Santa has? <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I get off stage, and, uh, and some dude's like, yo, that's Joe Matarese's bit. I'm like, all right, come on, man. Like, yeah, first cool. of all. First of all. <laughs> yeah but i love joe he's a great comic but also it's also a pretty generic bit where i even right. felt stupid about telling it where it was like this is pretty fucking simple and but where i took it after that was you know how early can you tell a kid they're jewish so that you don't have to buy them any fucking christmas right. yeah. um so it turned a little bit different but it was dude i can get off anybody can get off stage and be like dude that's this guy's premise right everybody's got the same fucking well, premise there's it's only your ideas so many there's only so many ideas and then it's it's all about how you spin it from there and as long as your spin is a little bit different i think it's fine as long as you don't go up there and like literally line yeah. to line yeah. recite somebody else's joke like i, I hear like, What's the people complaining about like oh, this, this guy took this guy's joke and i'll hear the okay, two jokes he's stealing it but he's and doing exactly the same yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like actually doing the impersonation yeah. of the comic who told it like why that, are there so many razor blades <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense but like i heard um you know even people who have been like oh this guy to- totally took this guy's bit and i'll hear both jokes side by side and it's like okay yes they have a similar premise but they're not the same exact joke, and it's very, very possible. Yes, this person may have heard this person, or this person may have heard this person, but even if they didn't, both jokes were funny. Yeah. Like, I laughed both times. <laughs> like, listening to them side by side, now I, I laughed both seen, times. Like, I, fuck, I don't care. I have seen and heard jokes literally being stolen. Yeah. And that it does happen. fucked up, man. It, it does happen. I'm not it saying sucks. it doesn't happen, but for the... The worst is when you see it from... The originality from a comic you don't know, and then a headliner takes it, and it's like, who are they going to believe? It's like, oh, we know the headliner, and they're hilarious, so I know it was them. Dude, I know some grimy shit that I won't ever talk about, because it'll only Uh. put me in a negative place, but... I mean, it happens, but it probably happens everywhere, right? In any business, in anything, and it sucks. I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm, I'd be willing to bet it happens more than we think. I mean, even in like, like we were, ex- you're talking about music and stuff. How often do you think somebody who isn't big, you know, writes something and they're like, "Hey, this is pretty good," and they they share it with somebody who shares it with somebody, and then somebody who is already big says, "Oh, I like that." Yeah. yeah. I'm already big, so I can take this and do this, and nobody's going to question me. And this guy can claim all he wants. Yeah. He wrote it first, but. Who are they going to believe? Well, there's also like sometimes you'll have people who write a really good joke. And they'll be like, I really like that joke. And some people actually try to buy your jokes or you can sell your jokes to people. Yeah. So that, yeah. But then it sucks because you'll sell it and then be like, oh, shit, I can't use that anymore. That's <laughs> really good but, you know, I'm okay with that because, they, again, using the music analogy, people do that with music all the time. People who That's why, to be fair, Kevin name. hasn't been doing well at open mic nights because I keep buying all of his jokes. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, he doesn't have a kid. He's not Jewish. <laughs> this joke so makes sense. 
It makes no sense whatsoever. Steve's making money now, and he just wants to go spend it anywhere he wants. <laughs> Basically, you're like, I'm buying a joke. I'm buying, I'm buying that joke. I'm never, I'm never going to tell it. I'm never going to use it in any way, shape, or form. I but just want to buy it. it I want to so own you it. You can't use it. Which really sucks. I really want to get back on stage just to do a bunch of Bill Cosby stuff now. <laughs> People are doing it. I know. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, doing it. It's like thanks, Mr. Cosby. What are you doing? You see, Shag and Scoop, I'm trying to bang Velma. So <laughs> let me just put the pudding in her pops. <laughs> like we're not gonna solve this mystery at all. I'm just gonna I'm Steven just gonna tell you something right now. Uh Bill, doesn't matter how much pudding you put in her pop, she don't swing that way. Oh, <laughs> she will swing the way that I need. I'll put the oatmeal on her face, make her walk around the premises. What? You haven't heard that shit yet? Oatmeal oh, on my, oatmeal on oh the face. my God. There's more <laughs> fucked up stories coming out about yeah? Bill Cosby. Yeah. I I love oatmeal. <laughs> well, apparently they do too. He puts it on their it's face. Oh, oatmeal. It makes them walk around. That's a good, no, no, he that's a good, shit. that's like a face, that's like a mask. That's like, like people pay hundreds of dollars to have that done to them at a spa so like why are they complaining exfoliate Cosby's doing it to them for free they should be happy yeah but they don't understand what's going on Cosby they should be like waking up going like oh I got I got I got I got oatmeal oh, on my face god Co- damn Bill my, Cosby just saved me a hundred dollars my face is so smooth <laughs> what's that is there more in there not in this box no we'll have to you know what I think it's Maybe about it's time we, we went ahead and uh, two we had and say, I know right uh, I think it is about time though that we go ahead and take a break so uh, hey. everybody we're gonna we're gonna take a break come back come and hear back, my story we man. gotta hear Kevin's story oh yeah Teaser. in the meantime uh, the enjoy darkness of Kevin episode so 50 slash 52 of the uh, <laughs> of the fro show yeah. and we'll be back in just a little while guys enjoy bye <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of The Fro Show. This is number 50. We're halfway to 100. Halfway to a century. My name is Matthew Renfro, and we're being brought to you by our Audi on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. And this is a, uh, a little independent music podcast. This is my show. This is The Fro Show. Uh, I like to distribute music to you guys, let you hear some stuff that I've been getting into you, that I find online from independent artists throughout the world, uh, here in the U.S., and Germany, and Nepal, and China, and Australia, and South America, and Canada, anywhere I find it. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, it's, it's happy to have you guys. Uh, big news in my world. I bought a freaking house. Achievement unlocked. Expert adult level. Leveling up to 100. Um, give me some mana packs and give me a health boost because I just did the grand old baby. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I uh, made my first mortgage payment and we are in it. We are moving along, trucking along. Um, we're moved in. Now it's just doing the whole unpacking game. And uh, let me tell you, moving is not one of my favorite things. I actually find it very annoying and frustrating. I tend to have kind of a short fuse for things like that anyways. But um, this one went pretty smoothly. And uh, we just had to do... Uh, I was going to say one U-Haul um, load, but I take that back. I did have to go and pick up uh, my grill. Can't forget the grill, huh? Got to do my, my barbecuing in the backyard, you know? But, uh, yeah, so 
it went it went pretty good. Uh, had some friends help us out, so I'm very grateful for that. And uh, the backyard's awesome. Everybody loves it. And we got a huge lemon tree and two orange trees and a grapefruit tree and a lawn and um, some flower beds so we can grow vegetables and and uh, flowers and herbs and spices and right now uh megan's actually growing green beans which are growing like freaking weeds it's nuts uh we also have grown basil and cilantro so you know we can spice it up in our mexican meals you know what i'm saying uh that was kind of offensive i apologize but um, no things are good man bought a house it's it's crazy so i don't know if you've been listening to the social awkward studio show but I've kind of been you know talking about it um on there and uh yeah, so, uh, you know, started a new job in September, for those who uh, didn't know. Um, job's going great. Um, you know, had to get in there, get my feet wet, hit the ground running, but uh, so far I haven't been fired from any of my properties, and things are going good. So, uh, two thumbs way up for me, and uh, give it up for me. Thank you, guy in the back. I appreciate that. That's awesome. You were good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I, uh, I've got a lot of brain ideas flowing in my head for this show but rather than putting them off and not delivering any content for you guys i figured you know why not just kind of go back to my old format get some music out there for you get you know um an episode out there so people aren't like uh what happened to matt in the show man like i haven't, I haven't heard anything so um i'm here i'm around just crazy busy but uh you know, here in the Fro Show Studios, I guess you could say. Studio. That's uh, in the making. But, um, you know, I don't know, man. Things are going. So, all in all, life is good. I'm happy that you are happy. And I'm happy that you turned into the show. So, um, let's go ahead and jump into some musica, shall we? So, this first band, it's actually a band from Arizona, from Phoenix. They're called Saddles. And I first uh, heard about them, or actually saw them, back in uh, December when they played for uh, a local band that does reunion shows every now and then. It's called Slowpoke. And, uh, yeah, they opened for them. I was blown away. Great indie band from um, from Phoenix. They're... 2013 release shell art is awesome um kind of wish they would have released it on vinyl but you know i'll take the, the download in the cd but uh yeah i figured i'd play a track from you or for for you from them this track is called whiskey summer uh i like it a lot it's got a, a good like pre-chorus chorus hook so um totally dig that but this is a whiskey summer from saddles and uh, again it's off their 2013 release shell art been drinking all day And I've got some great ideas Soaking in sweat Strangers and strange new deals Each and every day And all along the way Oh, we got a drink in each hand And a blurry view of Much more 
That was Saddles with a Whiskey Summer off their 2013 release, Shell Art. Be sure to go to saddlesmusic.com. It will take you to their Bandcamp page, and you can uh, see their past albums and uh, listen to all of Shell Art in its entirety. I highly suggest it. They're great live, and I totally dig that album. So do yourselves a favor and go and check it out. Support Arizona local music. Even though you don't live here, I do, and I would appreciate it. So next up, uh, I actually found these dudes on Bandcamp as well. They're a, uh, a two-piece punk band from Columbus, Ohio. They're called Good Shade. And uh, there's actually a video of their whole set. Um, they played somewhere, I don't know, but it, it was pretty freaking rad, you know? Pretty good for just a an iPhone video or whatnot, but I, I completely dig them, and the fact that like they're a two-piece just blows my mind, but the track is called uh, We Think, and it's off their 2014 release, which is a self-titled release, and uh, yeah, good shade. I dig these guys. They're fast, they're fun, and uh, just get down. Get down with your bad selves. So, yeah, this track's called We Think. stuff man it's fast it's fun just like i said so good shade from columbus ohio that track was called we think uh yeah go to goodshade.bandcamp.com to check it out um the first track on the album is called not bad that's a killer one it's such a great intro to their album it's awesome um yeah definitely check it out and uh i think that's the only one they have so do yourselves a favorite and pick that up 
And yeah, so I got one more ep- uh, song for you guys on this episode. And uh, this one is from uh, Yusef Cabal. Uh, he goes by Yus, uh, Y-U-S. Um, I found out about this dude. So local website or a news affiliate out here, New Times, I believe, um, did a uh, top 20 like local music videos to check out so i checked it out and uh there was one up there for this track that i'm going to play for you guys it's called 20 million and the video is just rad it's it's all like animated it's just drawing and uh, i think he did it himself with maybe an affiliate it's crazy good the track's awesome so um i researched use uh yusef cabal on the internet and found out that he does have a band camp as well so i definitely went and checked it out and uh his album Talisman, Talisman, yeah, Talisman, 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 Talisman. His album Talisman came out in 2014. It was on there. So um, if you go to use, 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 that's yus, yus, yus. Bandcamp.com, you can uh, order Talisman, and he has a, uh, a limited edition vinyl on there. It's uh, he's only got 500 copies, so I ordered one. Um, got it in the mail. It's pretty. It's beautiful. Sounds good. So um, again. Um, definitely check this guy out. I've been in communications with him. He, he is agreed to come on the show. Uh, so we just got to get that all scheduled and get that on there. So I'm excited to have him on. But um, this is his track, 20 Million, and it's off Talisman. So enjoy it. It's awesome. Go on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, check out the video because it's rad. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to play it. I'm going to stop talking. Blah.
All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode, number 50. Just to recap, so we had a, at the top of the hour, we had Saddles followed by Good Shade, and then at the end, we had Use. So be sure to log on to my website, froshow.net, to get information and links on all the artists played on this episode. Be sure to check them out on Bandcamp. Uh, if you would like to have your music played on the show, please hit me up at the website, or be sure to like me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Matthew Renfro on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, every Tuesday, I do the new album releases, like today. Um, March 3rd, we have the new of Montreal album that came out. We have Tuxedos, which is Mayor Hawthorne and Jack One. Uh, collaborated for that release. Bayside release Colt is the white edition. Comes with uh, foreign release tracks. Um, who else? Jeff Rosenstock came out with an album. We got Lawtick, which is underground hip-hop. Um, Echo Lake came out. They've been working on that album for a couple years. Uh, Ghost Poet, Kelly Clarkson came out with one. Uh, Noel Gallagher from Oasis came out with a new album. So um, be sure to follow me on that because I like to let you guys know what's uh, the new things coming out. And, uh, you know, I give my recommendations and people seem to like it. So I appreciate it. And uh, makes me feel good that you guys like it so yeah find me on uh, social media and be sure to check out all the other great shows and content on the four red radio network got new stuff releasing every single day so uh shout out to everybody on the network love you support you and i appreciate that you guys support me too but it's gonna wrap it up for episode 50 thanks so much for stopping by and uh i'll see you guys around see you on the net see you on the flip side see you on the wiggly diggly and uh yeah i'm gonna get out of here ember's being a little whiny because she wants to go outside so i'm gonna go tend to my dog see you later alligators in a while crocodile there's something else after that i don't know all right i'll see you guys later bye And we are back. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out during the uh, break here for the Fro Show, episode number 52. Yeah. Uh, if you were listening along there. Uh, Matt, Matt took a little break from the Fro Show. You know, he had real life coming up there with the uh, with the moving and the buying a house and all that a fun job. stuff. Getting his life job. on track. All that shit that we don't have to deal with. Getting my driver's license. I yeah, can. yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go take a new picture. Did I tell the story already? <laughs> I was so pissed. What? I, I okay. So I went. Oh, online. You know how the, you can the, change your address. Megan online. just got one too. So, right. Yeah. The right. new license. Yeah. Well. Okay. But it's okay. not a real ID. Uh, fucking okay. So that's another story altogether. Now here's now what I'm happened. Debating like, if I want to so change knew, my address. Right. And I had one of the old licenses. Uh-huh. And so I jumped online and I was like, oh, I need to change my address. And it's like, do you want a duplicate license with your new address on it? I'm like, eh, you know what? Fuck it. I haven't for like three different addresses I've changed. So I'm like, okay, this time I go. I will. Twelve dollars. It used to be four. Twelve dollars to get a new license. I get the new license. It's all fancy and shit with like raised letters and holograms yeah, and all that shit. Fake. And then a day later, not kidding, a day later, I get my license in the mail. One day, the next day, I get a letter saying, "Oh, by the way, your picture has expired. You need to go get another picture and pay another twelve dollars to to get a new license." I'm like, "You motherfuckers!" Now, granted, Ooh. the picture that I have my license right now is the picture I took when I got my license at twenty one. When I went to go get my... My picture is when I was 21, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, well, yeah, but that was, was less 13. time between now and Don't then ask. than it was I for me. <laughs> my picture does not look like me. Like, people like, seriously look at my picture and look at me and they're like, all right, this, is a, skinny, this is a skinny guy with no facial hair and you're a fat fuck with a beard. What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm surprised Denny cards you. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I, was, I was weirded out, too. 
I actually did get carded. I got carded today for this fucking Stella because it was a new guy, a new guy cashier. And he's like, I, I have to ask for your ID. I'm like, All actually, right, it happens to me it. when I shave. I have the goatee. They're just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But as soon as I shave, they're like, let me see your ID. <laughs> They're like scanning it. You look like a teenager on the CW. I'm like, yeah, check me out. So, so I Diaries. get that letter saying I've got to get, before April 1st. I have to do it this month. I have to go take another picture, pay another twelve dollars to get another of these licenses that still isn't real ID certified, which means I still can't travel with the damn thing. So it means when Arizona finally gets their shit together and gets their license, because you know they're going to have to. Yeah, you know there's going to be enough people who are like, I don't want to pay three hundred dollars for a fucking passport so I can fly to Nevada. You know, what the fuck? So eventually they're going to have to make their licenses, you know, Arizona licenses are going to have to comply with the fucking laws. So I'm going to have to get another one fucking then. I'm so pissed. Okay, I'm glad you told me that because now when I move out <laughs> yes, in, a month, in a month, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep the old address yeah. for a bit. Well, you can change your address online without changing, without getting a replacement license. It okay. gives you the option. You have to legally, quote unquote, you have to change your address with the DMV within 10 days of actually moving okay. so that your, your file has the correct address. Oh, it doesn't matter if it's printed I on didn't the license. I that when Whoops. I moved back in with the parents. As long as, you know... Te- like I said, technically speaking, and, and it's like I don't give a shit. So, and I want to keep my uh, my my do- my uh, organ organ donor registration and my uh, wait, voter wait. registration up to date. So I go ahead and wait, change wait, it. wait. You're an organ donor? Fuck yeah! What the fuck am I? I'm dead. What the fuck am I going to do with okay, my body? First off, any had, parts that still work, no, no, no. take them and give them to somebody. We had a deal. When you signed up with the Four Eye Radio Network, <laughs> we get everything. So when you die, I want to be throwing your lungs at people on the street. <laughs> Come on. Well, I, I also I have it in my, uh, <laughs> in my will or whatever I'm to donate my, my body mannequin. to science. So <laughs> creepy guy in the corner. As like, long as you can make a case that eyes. that's for science, then you, we're all good. <laughs> oh, Actually, shit. yeah, Eric, we were going to take all your organs and reconstruct it on a mannequin. Uh, speaking awesome. of eyes, Gotham. Holy shit! shit! Oh, you finally saw it. You finally caught up. Yeah, but I haven't seen ah! the newest one. Oh, that's okay. You know what? The last one I saw was the Red Hood. The the last one wasn't... There there wasn't anything as shocking as Did you hear the rumors, though? No. Uh, Fish Mooney apparently is not returning for season two. Really? Mm. Interesting. That's weird. Enough to spend all that time... Dude, because Fish has gotten badass. Holy... Oh, my God. I mean, seriously. Like... The guy's all like, okay, first of all, that actor who was uh, the, the office manager or whatever, yeah. that guy's fucking awesome. That guy has been like 15 different characters on Star Trek, by the way. He was uh, one Nerd. of the Vorta. He was uh, an Andorian on fucking Enterprise. He was one of the Vorta on uh, Deep Space Nine. Dude has been in like every Star Trek. He's awesome, awesome actor. And so he comes up. He's like, oh, we're going to take your eyes. Ha, ha, ha. And she's like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. The only thing I was disappointed with, because I know they've been hinting at it for a long time for Arkham Asylum, but the problem I'm having, I thought when the guy showed up, I was like, oh, please drop the name. Please drop the name. It was a completely different name. I'm like, god damn it. Where are we finally going to get Hugo Strange, you know? Uh, I, don't think they're, I don't think they're ready for that yet. No, they, but they've already teased a picture that he is going to be in Gotham. Okay. That's well, what I'm like, where is he coming? Well, the thing with There's Gotham... There's like four gotta, more episodes, so... Yeah. yeah. This and, season. Well, and the thing with Gotham is completely separate from all of their ever pro- other properties as well. It's not tied in. Like, the only things they've tied together officially are Flash and Arrow. Like, Flash well, and Arrow yeah. are together. And then Gotham is completely separate, and all of the DC movies are completely separate. They've got like three different universes going in the 
uh, visual media right now. And then they've got the comics all together. Well, separate that's what I'm saying. Thing. DC, if they're smart right now because they're not linking anything together, just make it different Earths like they did in the comic. That, that's what they're... That's Actually, the one thing I like about Gotham is that they basically do have it separate from everything else. It exists in a time of its own. Like, if you look at the... the try to place what time Gotham is set in. Like, if you think about it, it's like, okay, it's set in the past. You, you think about it, it's like, oh, it's set in the past because... Uh, you know, Bruce Wayne is a kid and whatever, but yet they're all pulling out their cell phones every time, you know, they're pulling out their cell phones talking like the technology is modern yet you look at certain things are dated and it's really weird. Like it's not set in a specific time. Mm. It's just set in the past quote unquote. That's it. And it's whoever's past happens to be looking at it. So it could be, you know, a 10 year old could be looking at it and be like, this is in the past. A 50 year old could be looking at it and say, this is in the past. It doesn't matter. So that's, I think really fucking cool, actually. Like well, that's the one thing I like about what DC is doing. Like I wish they would tie their other TV shows in with their other movies and just leave Gotham alone because I like what they're doing with Gotham. But well, we'll say this: What do you guys think about the new love interest for Gordon? Like something's off with her. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Don't you say a bad word about Marina Baxter-Rackerin. No, something's she's wrong. She's fucking hot as shit, okay. and I don't care. Yeah, she's playing a psycho. I don't care if she's a fucking axe murderer in her spare time. I don't give a shit. Well, to be fair, she was crazy. She could be on screen as much How I Met Your Mother. And yeah, and I would have. And she's going to be the love interest in the Deadpool movie. I'd be okay with. I'm. I'm totally on board. But in Gotham, in that DC universe, something is off with her. Yeah. That you know what? As long as I get to look at her, I don't give a flying shit. Well, now that she is hot as fuck. Now that Barbara's back too. Well, fuck Barbara. Fuck that blonde little bimbo bitch. She took off. When th- things got rough and she took off. How dare she come back this, and try to weasel her way back into this, Gordon's Eric, life. Eric, you over here. Settle down. <laughs> Fuck that blonde. Fuck her. Seriously. Like, she's like, oh, I'll be with you through thick and thin. Oh, oh shit got first thick. First off, I'm yes, out. I would fuck, fuck that. I would fuck Barbara. I don't care. Well, no, anyway. I'm not saying I wouldn't fuck her. Did I say that? Did I ever say that? Oh my god! I'm just I'm just throwing fuel to the fire. Yeah, hey, I was Fuck, just I was man. just saying she's back. Yeah, and I don't like it. Guess who's back? Back again. Barbara's back. Back, back again. Anyways, uh, yeah, but uh, no, I don't know. Something's going on with. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like her. She's hot. She's a good girl and everything like that. But there's something. Something. Well, of course, of course, there's something not right with her. She's in the the middle of this universe. There's got to be something wrong with her. But yeah. I still want to fuck her, um, but Kevin promised. Kevin promised us a story. I know we're really like we got off, we got off, we went out to nerd rant, and Kevin's just like, wow. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know what to say Gotham. right now. I watch Arrow. All but, right, but you, this is funny. He watches Arrow, but you don't watch The Flash, right? No, I don't even know that's a show. But it's because I finally called, like I'm trying to get into Arrow, but I can't. I'm. He doesn't like Arrow, which is weird. I love, I love Arrow. Arrow. Arrow's awesome. But I've only seen the first two seasons. Okay. So I haven't... The new... The third one's like, I guess, this one. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. This is the third season. it's a great show. It man. is. It really is. You don't like it? I don't know. Like, I watched one it episode. I was like, okay, maybe I should watch the back ones. But for some reason, I'm like, I can't get into it. I'm like, what Dude, the fuck is so wrong with good. me? That's I know. That's what everyone's telling me. Man. It's cool. It's cool. You don't have to. You should. You should, you man. All right. Well, the way you talk about Gotham is I'm like, dude, if they talk about Arrow, man, I'm, I'm in. Arrow's awesome. the I, 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 I'm not up to date. So I, have, I have a bunch of shit that I need to catch up on because apparently I still haven't still watched the good, Hunger Games. But, uh, the third season when I hear uh, another comics way new, that's who got me into it. Oh, yeah? And he's been watching. He's supposed to. Hey, Micheletti, 
Give me the fucking flash drive with the third season on it. <laughs> oh. well, it's on Hulu. If, you have if, if, if he doesn't yeah, hook you up, no, let, let me know because uh, I can hook you up as well. No, he had it. He came on my podcast. And I was like, <laughs> bring like, it with you. He's like, all right, man. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then he came on. And he like, put it right back in his pocket. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> That's the thing. Like when I watched the, uh, the flash episode with the crossover with mm-hmm. Arrow. And him, I was like, oh, wow, I really like the Arrow show. But then when I go back to Arrow, I'm like, what the? I fuck oh, dude, it he's up. such a badass, man. That guy. I don't know. Oliver I think my Queen's biggest problem dope. is is the fact that half of the rogue gallery that he's stealing from is from Batman. It It is very similar, for sure. But I think that's why I like it, because I really like Batman. Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm a huge Batman fan. And I'm, like, I'm watching Arrow going, like, you cocksucker yeah. motherfucker. All, all of the so villains similar. that have come up have been... Villains that have been used in both worlds, though. It's really? not this is just Batman. Batman. It's not like, oh, hey, Arrow's fighting the Joker all of a sudden. It's not like that. Okay, Raj, if it, R- Raj al Ghul. Raj al Ghul, obviously, Raja. but that's only been recent. That was even hey, in the man, first season. Stop fucking with me. I, I haven't seen the. That was in the second season. Oh, okay. Raj al Ghul showed up, and it was. Raj. It, it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't fucking uh, Liam Neeson. So you know, I'm not nerdy. What really pissed me off, though, what really pissed me off, though, is Arrow was all like uh, Liam uh, Neeson wanted to come back and play him, and they're like, "Fuck you." No, well, well, because they didn't want to pay Liam Neeson rates, obviously. No, also, because they, they were the... trying to go for a younger. Because the guy I... they did get to play Rajagul is much much younger. I heard so he's terrible, though. You know what? I will be honest with you. Not my favorite. Not my favorite as far as uh, some of the League of Assassins has been less than stellar. Um, I will admit that. Do you guys watch? Um, we had this kind of conversation last time I was on. I Do you so. guys watch the uh, Marvel Agents of Shield? Yes. Are they good? I enjoy it. Well, everything right now. I think it just came back this week. It's, it's just gonna started. Be, it's going to be. It's going to be gearing up for the Age of Ultron movie. Yep. Which, by the way. Yeah. Did everyone see that new trailer? Yes. I haven't seen the new oh. trailer yet. I'm like, so, <laughs> oh shit! I'm so behind. I like the Avengers first movie. It was mm-hmm. good. Oh, the second one's going dark. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Power Rangers is going dark too, right? No, that's a fan <laughs> film. Oh, uh, did you did you see that? Oh my I gosh, the same it. guy. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet because it keeps getting pulled. Like every time I go have to a his chance. website. No, no, no. I've seen I've seen the Power Ranger one. Oh. Power slash Rangers is the is the short. Uh, the the, the Forehead Radio film. Network has enough Power Rangers shit. But it that up. same guy who did that <laughs> also did an love animated you, short feature of a uh, James Bond. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. He's done uh, a lot of stuff. And I haven't gotten a chance to watch that yet because it keeps getting pulled. Every t- like every website I go to, I'm like, oh, I finally have time to watch this, and I'll pull it up, and it's like, this is pulled down for copyright. For I'm like, fuck you! I want to see this goddamn thing. Like I've heard it sucks, but I want to see it. Like fuck, uh-huh. let me see it. No, uh, the late. I think this is the last trailer before the movie gets released. But Age of Ultron, uh, Avengers movie, they released the last trailer. It gives you a little bit more of a backstory, which is great because it has uh, you know Ultron talking, going like, "I was built to save the world, but now I'm here to pretty much correct it." Yeah, and you're just like, "Oh, the way to save the world is to destroy it." Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. It's fucking cool. Are there new Avengers? Yeah, there's uh, Quicksilver, uh, Scarlet Witch, cool. uh, Vision is gonna be in it. Do they actually call them that though, or are they just really fast? No, 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 no. They're allowed. No, this is the thing. They're allowed. They're allowed to call them by name. They're just not allowed to refer to them as mutants. That is so bug. Like I hate this division between the distributors because it's so stupid. Well, I don't know. With the whole right now with uh, with with Agents of Shield, you've got Sky turning into Quake. Mm -hmm. You like literally, she is obviously turning into Quake, but they can't call her that, and they can't. 
call her a mutant, and they, they keep talking about these people who have changed and all these things, and they say change, and they say transform, but they won't say fucking mutate. And well, this is the thing, though, because, well, things might change, because uh, since uh, <laughs> Spider-Man is now going to be in Civil War, and everything's going well with that. I mean, in Hugh Jackman... Well, in, uh, have you, are you caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I've never watched an episode. <laughs> well, well, then I don't feel bad spoiling this. In the newest episode, they're already sowing the seeds for Civil War. There's an ep- in the most recent episode of Agents of Shield. There's one of the people who has always been, um, you know, like, oh, I love the Avengers. I love that you know, like because they always mention the Avengers. The Avengers aren't actually portrayed in there. Ever, you know, the the closest you get to any Avenger actually showing up in Agents of Shield is uh, when they had uh, Samuel Jackson what just for like half a second. You know, he showed up as Nick Fury. But they always talk to him, and, and, <laughs> and that's one just, character. That's just a camera panning. Is like, hey, you know, <laughs> actually, exactly. It's pretty no, much it. actually the worst part is it's basically filmed on like two separate screens where you can totally tell that yeah, Samuel like, Jackson is not in the same room with Agent Coulson. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much. It's, it's like, it's, we were in a movie together, like that. but fuck you in the show. Or yeah. they like walk by and it's like Coulson. Yeah, Fury. Yep, that's it. But that's no, no, that's what it is. But yeah, they have had uh, instances where one of the characters who used to be all like, "Oh, I love the Avengers. I love oh Captain America. Oh yeah," <laughs> and now she's like, "This, this, uh, this." You know, they won't call it a mutation, but she's talking about this is a disease that needs to be eradicated. It's going to destroy the earth. Like she's like totally turned. It's like you can already see that tide starting to shift. It's like you know what side she's going to be on when the when the big. Well, this is the thing. Comes, like so. Hugh Jackman already expressed interest that he would like to be in an Avengers movie. Also, he pretty he, much said he'd play Wolverine until he dies. Well, actually, that's the cool part. I'm okay with. Which is funny because they're actually now doing another Wolverine movie, yeah. and then he also said he wanted to do a. As long as no one who had anything to do with that origins piece of shit has anything to do with. It, well, this cool. is the thing. This is why I think it's funny because he actually wants to have a cameo in Deadpool. I would be okay with that, which I think because is great Wolverine because they've already, always had a great relationship. They've always, they've <laughs> always, like, they've always written some stuff where like yeah. he's supposed to be running past like in an alley, Deadpool, and he sees a poster of Wolverine and he goes, "Hey, I know that guy," and then he keeps running. <laughs> yeah, I would be totally okay with that. I, I love Hugh Jackman. I think he's a great actor, and I love the fact that he had never read a single X Men comic book at all. Until being cat, he literally he got the job as Wolverine X Men, and then he started reading the comics, and he got so into it that he even ad libbed the bub line in the first X Men movie because he read the comics and he's like, "I'm reading these comics, and uh, my guy says bub all the time, but I'm looking at this script and there's no bubs, so I'm gonna put a bub in here because it, it makes sense." And it fucking worked. It was fucking perfect. Well, that, and the funniest part about Hugh Jackman with that is the fact that he was not the original pick for that role. Who was? It was a guy from Black Hawk Down. Like I think Josh the main, Hartnett? yeah, the main guy oh, in Black Hawk Down. So this is what happened. That didn't happen. This is what happened. Is he got injured? No. And they're no, like, okay, Mr. so they re- they casted you. the next person in line, which was this B actor from basically Australia that no one ever heard of. And now it's like you're sitting there going, like, I can't see anybody else be Wolverine, but yeah. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, and and he's like like he said, he has come out and said he will continue to play Wolverine until well, he's unable he, to. Basically, basically, when he said he wants to come out and do it until he gets to play Old Man Logan, I'm like, I'm on board. Yeah, I, and I'm totally cool with it because Hugh Jackman is awesome as Wolverine. So, so best I'm cameo okay. with him was in First Class. Hey, we're putting together the team. Yeah, why don't you go yeah, fuck go yourself? fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. But anyway, speaking of dark, twisted past. You have a story for us. 
I was waiting for Kevin to flip the table and be like, shut up, Bob. Damn it, I thought you guys forgot about this. No, these carpets are new. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Um, This this is the worst thing I've ever done as a person. Um, (laughs) It's so weird to go from talking about all this comic book movie stuff and fun things, and then I've got this story that I'm telling tomorrow night uh, for bad haven't, If you haven't noticed, I'm really good at segues. Do you you need some background music for this? No, please no. Um, (laughs) Bow. Dark and mysterious. <laughs> All right. Play uh, The Police Don't Stand So Close to Me. So, <laughs> it all starts off one evening at a bar where I, I was drinking, having a good time with friends, whatever. And there's a good looking girl. Good looking girl. All right. I like where this is going. Yeah. No, you, and you will enjoy most of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go over and I start talking to her and we start getting along. We, we hit it off pretty well from the beginning. Just like, because I don't know how to talk to women. I just don't. No. I can talk on stage, but I don't know. Uh, hey, I'm Kevin. And please don't, dude. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, talk to her, hanging out with her for like the rest of the night, for the as long as the bar's open. Um, and we just got obliterated drunk, which I don't ever rare. I mean, I rarely ever do get mm-hmm. drunk, drunk. Right. We were way drunk. And she was like, my place is nearby. We don't even have to pay a lot for a cab. It's cool if you want to come and spend the night out. And I said, you only have to ask me twice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if, even if you were a hooker, I'd pay for you no matter how much it costs. It doesn't matter. And it's a weird thing to say to a girl. Yeah, no, nah, but she was cool with it. <laughs> it's I a compliment. We, I said we hit it off. But it, it, okay, as long as it came off as a compliment. Eric, you haven't been single for a while. That's a compliment. So, <laughs> <laughs> so go back to her place. Now, when I tell you obliterated, like we were both obliterated, you know, uh, so I can only tell you the pieces that I vaguely remember, but I do know that it happened. Um, it, I've never had a one night stand before. This is my first one. And we start hooking up the whole nine. We have sex. We pass out naked in her bed. Mm-hmm. All right. Now it's great. Yeah. Sounds, All right. Sounds cool. like a good night so far. Cool. Like, sounds like a board. great night. That's I'm why I board. said you'll love you'll love mm-hmm. most of it. Um. Now, <clears throat> I don't know how to say the next part. Uh, in the middle of me sleeping, I woke up randomly in the middle of the night because I shit the bed. And now listen, guys. Like I, I have, I have <laughs> stop. Fuck? Just stop, man. Oh, don't just glaze over that. Okay, I have like IBS or whatever. All right. Yeah. Fair okay. okay. So okay. I randomly get ridiculous stomach aches and have to go to the bathroom, but it's never like at home. I never have it conveniently <laughs> happen to me. I woke up in the middle of the night, middle of the night and I shit the bed. All right. Now look, we're both totally naked. Yeah. And she's dead asleep. Oh, Shit goodness. hit the fan. <laughs> no, it didn't. It, thank Yo, God. Thankfully, so, <laughs> there was no fan involved. So, did you dip out? Did you just fucking leave? Calm down, Matt. <laughs> I can't calm down. I don't, I don't want you. I don't want you to jump forward. All right. You shit the bed. Dude. Yeah. So my first, my first thought is, hey, Matthew, it was really shitty of you to bring that up. Okay? <laughs> All right, go ahead, Kevin. My first thought was, I'm laying in bed now in my own shit. And you guys just passing We're beer bottles. And no, I'm trying to openers and there's music playing in the background, the ambience. Oh, it was either that or the stalker song by the police, so, so. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So I said, What do I do, man? I just met this girl. It was a great hour and a half, which I'm probably embellishing. It was like probably fifteen minutes. 
and we passed out, both naked in her bed, and there's shit now in her bed from me. So what do I do? So I did what any horrible person would do in their life. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What'd you do? Uh, I took... <coughs> God. All right, first of all, I cleaned myself up, okay. which in order shouldn't have been the first thing I did. But I, I cleaned myself off. Shit's itchy. Yeah, man. I'd be like, shit, dude. Yeah. So the second thing I did was I went back. She was still passed out. So I took some of the shit and I wiped it in her ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you did it. Okay, keep on going. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay, this this is how I know you're a comedian. I would have done the same thing. (laughs) I love this. This is brilliant. So I wiped it it in. I mean... (laughs) Like all it. up in there, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got her in there, and then uh, I could have left well enough alone, dude. I could have just left at that point, but nope. <laughs> I left a note on her door that said, you're fucking disgusting. I hope I never see you again ever in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. You- okay. And I left. There's a poor girl out there that not only chose me for a one-night stand, <laughs> But also believes she shit the bed <laughs> and made that guy leave. <laughs> so I'm such a horrible Dude. person. You know what? I would oh. say you're a lot more classy than what I would have done. What because you, you left done? a note. See, what I would have done exactly everything you did. Yeah, but I left a note telling her like, no, no, no. it was her. <laughs> no, that's Not what I'm saying. Not only did I put my like, shit in her ass. <laughs> no, no. She now believes it's her because I left a note. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You left a note. Me? <laughs> I would have been like, woke up and been like, what the fuck? Are you serious? And looked at her like acting style with me, just going like, you shit the fucking bed. What's wrong with you? What the fuck is, I'm out. I'm. I probably should have done that, man. I would have felt like a better person at least because I could have seen a reaction and everything and tried. I don't know, man. I feel horrible as a human for doing it. But then again, what else am I going to do, man? I don't want her going out telling friends, oh my God. This dude I slept like, I with totally shit. Well, this is the thing, though. This, I slept with this, this guy is the thing, though. after he did a comedy show, and uh, this is what I'm saying, though. Bed. You, you have a story that's talking about how shitty you felt. Uh-huh. How <laughs> shitty you felt after doing this. Her, on the other hand, she is not going to tell a soul that fucking story. <laughs> that's, a that's what I'm saying. Like if it was a guy, if, so if a girl did that to a guy, club. she's telling everybody. That's the same thing. Like, oh, I slept with this guy last night. The really smallest cock. You know, that's what they talk about. No girl ever comes up and like, oh my god, he was the perfect gentleman. Like, fuck that. Women don't ever talk about that kind of shit. But like, you, this is your comedy act. You will tell the story. You'll retire it. It's done. Her, she will never tell a fucking soul that she was like, I think I shit the bed one night when I was with the guy. Like, she's never going to be like out with her girlfriends having a few drinks going. I'm so I'm glad. Like, that if she does tell the story, it'll be like, I went home with this guy who was so bad in bed, he made me shit the bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like, but that's, that's how bad but, it was. I needed to get him out of my house but so the, bad. But that's the that problem. I literally shit in the bed to make him leave. Problem, I got though. another story about that, too. But that's what I'm saying. But the problem with that, house. though, is she says that story, then be like, so you did fucking anal? Is this the only way you fucking shit the bed? Dude, I'm glad you guys are making light of it. I feel like a better person. <laughs> oh, I always make light of everything. <laughs> Because I felt horrible, but I had no choice. Yeah, of course. Like, how would you not feel horrible? Hey, what are you going to do? First off, you got to cover Fuck, your own. man. First off, you got to hey, cover you your own. shit the bed. I know. You got to cover your <laughs> own right, ass. Look, it's not the first time. Fuck, man. <laughs> shit. 
I've shit my pants many occasions. Look, this this Dude, could go I'd, way disgusting. I'd be like, whoa, oh, fuck, man. Oh shit! Have you? Ever I don't know if I would have an adult? The, the thought no, process. Never. Talk to my brother to though. Frame the girl. <laughs> my brother's done it a few times. I've he, done he it. He lets everybody least, know. At least once a year. At least He's once like, a year. You guys, my it happened again. Never have. Have you ever been on that drive home where you got a shit and you're like standing up while you drive almost? Go, go to foot go, on the go, pedal. Go somewhere. Look, go somewhere. No, you're trying to make it home. Do nothing better than shit at home. Well, no, actually, dude, I'll I, shit anyway. I will. Yeah, I will, I will counter, counterpoint dude, to that. Like, Nothing better than shitting. Toby was using the toilet. Matthew's like, "Fuck it, go in the litter box." <laughs> Doesn't care. I don't, look, I don't I know, man. It's the worst thing I've done as a human. I, I feel took a shit at Steve's house it. and the toilet overflowed, but it was my fault. First, first, first weekend I moved in. I'm like, well, I got to go out and buy a plunger now. Well, was, you that was clogged the toilet peeing. That was my fault because the because you should have had a plunger already. No, you should have anticipated. Um, wasn't didn't you put like cat litter or some shit? In oh the, yeah, you were flushing that cat litter. Yeah. Okay. First, the world's best cat litter, yeah. not flushable. No, it read is. The, read the bag. Yeah. I bought that shit. So for it years, wasn't my fault. Uh, no, because I haven't ever had a problem. It's flushable. No, you've never had a problem. Okay. First, telling you the story of the problem you had. Yeah. Because right I had, now. okay. So <laughs> you flush okay. sand. No, it's uh, it's actually like cornmeal. I don't know. I don't um, know. But I read the box. I read the bag because I bought the same. Okay, shit. I, I like. Oh, I like okay. shit. It smells good. Like okay, it I'll put stink. it this way. I've so never had a problem ever since Matthew overflowed it. Yeah, it was. And I've been flushing time. cat litter down there for a year and a half. You're gonna have problems. Huh? No, I haven't You're had problems. Have a bad Dude, time. fucking wreck some shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Guess what, Eric? Yeah, I'm money. Had a problem. Okay, I believe you. My but proudest I moment. You that you're gonna my proudest moment as a dad was when my son came out of the bathroom and was like, "Yo, dad, I clogged the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's right, you're a man now. That's right. Hells yeah. <laughs> we'll show you how to fix oh this without God. a plunger because you're gonna need to know when you're I've, a stranger. I've house. seen some shits come out of my kid that I was like, I would have cried if that had come out of me. Like seriously. <laughs> hey. Like first of all, let me teach you how to flush a toilet. Shit is hit the face. Second of all. Kids? Holy fuck! Second segment, <laughs> shit. Like I'm serious. Welcome to poop. Like have you ever looked at? I mean, oh dude, no, I look at my shit. shit all the time. I get proud like, of it. Sometimes. I've had, I've had shit. So it's just like, like consistent, it like it stayed together. Like, I'm like, had yeah. tears in my eyes, and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, that <laughs> was like that a, was like, yeah, I don't I understand ate. why that hurts so bad. <laughs> oh, it wasn't man. that big. I was <laughs> like, check out this Boken. I saw one, one, one of my kids, and I was like, holy fuck! One of your kids? What? I saw one of my kids shits. That I would have cried <laughs> if it had come yes. out of me. Eric has three kids. I thought you said I saw one of my um, kids. Shit. I saw one of my kids' daughter. <laughs> Is that right? But she she wasn't that at the time. Right. I'm just saying. This was, you know, 14 years ago. old, man. You got to be thinking of like adult stuff about her now, right? I'm not trying to bring Shut it up. up. I'm just saying. <laughs> because I'm stressed out about it now. My son's six. I know it's it is crazy. Like oh she'll like God, she, she's at this stage where she's like talking on the phone for like uh, hours with dudes, and I'm like, I'm like, turn that music off. <laughs> it's <is> so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll like Wait, be like on the do, phone. Don't do that. Don't do it. Oh my god, my dad is such a bastard. I, I, I literally, I walked by her room and I, I heard her say, "I'm gonna punch my dad in the face." I'm like. I like literally. I knocked on the door. I'm like, open. I'm like, excuse me. She's like, you left this water bottle in here. I'm like, I'm looking at the gigantic mess that is her room, and I'm like, you're bitching about one fucking water bottle. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I have a real like, question. Fucking seriously. Do Sorry, you I'm fucking cussing a lot? No, it's I'm cool. Sorry. You're a cool, dude. 
So for your daughter being 14, like, do you have a really fun and good relationship with your daughter? We do for and the most part. does she kind of know, like, my dad's cool compared to whatever else my friend's dads are? I, I hope so. Like, I've made it clear, like, if she, you know, when she's, like, talked to dudes and stuff, like, I'm like. She'll never there, talk like, to you, man. I'm like, I'm available. Yeah, she won't. She I won't. know, but I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm like in there. Isn't that shit? And I've like taken like there was one guy who I like kind of took aside a little bit. I'm like, what's up, dude? I'm like, <laughs> you see me? Eric's like I'm polishing six, his six, gun and everything. Like, 270 pounds. I'm like, it may not be all muscle, but it's <laughs> enough muscle to fuck your little 14 year old shit up. Okay, yeah, is what but I'm it saying. Can pull the trigger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nah, I don't. Um, I'm not, afraid, I'm not afraid to go back to prison. Okay, is what but I'm saying. My, my parents always told me that too. Look, I've been there for three hours. Anything. You can, you can tell tough, us anything. But I'm Run not afraid to go back. The <laughs> but yeah, that was for the uh, driving on a suspended license. Um, <laughs> but my, my parents, my parents are cool. And at the beginning of this, it's, it's funny. They when I was going up, they said you could really tell us anything, mm-hmm. and we're there with you. And now I'm blocking them from Twitter. I'm 34 years old, and I'm still like, you can't, you can't hear it all. But now I'm on the other side of it, and I'm literally, I'm at, look at my son. I'm like, you can legitimately tell me anything. He's like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to judge you. But I, he's six. Doesn't tell me jack shit that I could care about. I but, ate Legos. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> like you. Well, idiot. that's going to hurt. So <laughs> get ready. He's like, um, <laughs> Yeah, that shit's gonna stink. Yeah, yeah. when that uh, comes out, and also uh, you keep those shit because those fuckers are expensive. Yeah. So you're gonna pull that shit out, and you're gonna wash but, them off, and you're gonna. Well, play you with know how it feels when you step on one of those motherfuckers. Think about Imagine what it feels to it fucking yeah. shit one of those out. Yeah, and those are also like five bucks a piece. Shit, man. So you're gonna fucking wash that shit off and play with it again. You, okay, yeah. I don't even care. Most importantly, though, like as a parent, I do want to hear from my child because as a comic. I need to keep up with the times. <laughs> so when he tells me something, I got to be able to know what's going on right. with the kids these days, yeah. and be able to tell stories about him. Minecraft <laughs> is he into Minecraft? No, he knows what it my, is, but he doesn't play is. it. She loves the uh, Minecraft. I, every time I leave for a show, I tell my son, "I'm like, hey man, I'm out. I had to go to a show. I'm going to tell jokes about you." And he's just like, "Cool, Dad. I'll see you later." <laughs> <laughs> That'll last until he's about eleven, and he's like, "Stop talking about me." And then at fifteen, he'd be like. Uh, he's gonna hate my guts. He's gonna, yeah, I don't. Gonna I don't want that, man. I want him to to literally be able to tell me anything. I, you know what? And it's, it's weird. My mom was totally cool. Like when I was growing up, like literally, like when I started being interested, quote unquote, in girls and whatever. My mom, like seriously, she was the my first box of condoms came from her. She like literally bought me a box of condoms. She's like, "Here you go, in case." I'm like. All right, thanks, mom. I appreciated it, especially because she bought me like the multi pack. She bought me like a twelve pack. I'm like. All right, and like yeah. she thinks she thinks I'm gonna use these within like a three year time period when they're gonna expire. That's pretty awesome, dude. Um, my dad, uh, he sat down to give me like the talk, right? The, talk. the sex talk, but he didn't really give me the sex talk. He more or less just bragged about how many women he slept with before he met my mom. <laughs> so he, that's awesome. I like that. That's that's the way hey, I'm gonna go. Let's have a talk. Yeah, I haven't had. Let me tell you about this talk. one time I was getting blown in the back of a Cadillac. <laughs> like what? Well, what? You just described it was a, it was like we're gonna have to tell the me, kids but, that apparently I will have. I hope you're taking notes because you're an extension of me. So don't fail me now. Because <laughs> I was like, actually, I was like. My parents, before when I moved back in with them, my dad's all like, oh, you haven't had that. I'm like, Dad, the number I would give you of how many women I've been with would fucking blow your mind. You would go back to cheating. 
I yeah, I can't. My parents have seen my sets. They see what I talk about, and it's personal. I mean, I tell thing about me. That's what it all derives from, I guess. But it's like it's still so awkward afterwards because they like, man, you were really funny tonight. I'm like, yeah, that was all true. <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was hilarious, especially that part where I talked I'm about still, hating but, my parents. But like, I'm still that so part shy. was hilarious. I'm still so shy with them. And I don't know where it comes from or what it is, but I've always been that way. And but oh, I have I totally no problem going up and telling everybody about anything about me. To it's, this it's, to this it's, day, it's no. I totally. That's the thing. Like I can get on stage, I can talk to a bunch of random people, have a good time, and everything like that. But if I go to a bar and try to pick up a woman, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm and, the then, worst. and then with my parents, it's like I don't understand their humor. Like I'll say shit that I think is like smart, intelligent, like. Above and beyond, like not lowbrow. My mom, the thing that she laughs at the most when I moved back home was like, "Get off my dick, Grandma." My mom thinks it's the <laughs> most hilarious thing in the fucking world. My mom is insanely gullible, so I like to fuck with her a lot. <laughs> gullible is great. Oh yeah, Mo. My mom a lot. My mom does not know sarcasm. The fact that there's a word for it, gullible, Boom. it's so absurd for my people. Mom's like, "How was work?" I'm like, "Oh, it's great, Mom. We decided to stop work early and just have a huge orgy." And my mom's like, "What?" I'm so like, hold on a second. I'm going to Google orgy just so I, so I can see what you're talking about. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Their songs are No, terrible. and then she would come back. No, she would come back after <laughs> yeah. she Googled it. She'd reference. come back after she Googled it and be like, you were wearing, being safe, right? <laughs> or early 2000s. Well, I, I totally I understand think, that. I, I'm like, like, still thinking about music. Yeah. <laughs> like, to this day, my, my parents, early 2000s I'm pretty sure they day. know that mm-hmm. I smoked at one point. No. But I've never said it to them, and I've never told them. And anytime it like comes up, like at all, like I ignore the situation, like it doesn't exist. Like I, I never smoke, never, ever. So, well, it's funny yeah. with them. Like I smoke at their house now because I'm, I'm a smoker <laughs> or whatnot, and they're always like, "Well, you know, if you stop now," and I'm like, "You know what? Spot quit, and he lived about eighty three, <laughs> so oh. he had a good run." But it's oh, great because my parents are like, "Well, he put an ashtray out for you. It was uh, it was your grandmother's." I go out there; it's a fucking Confederate ashtray, <laughs> and I'm all like, "At least uh, it's not urn." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would have done. It's like we put your we put your grandmother's ashtray out there for you, but I'm sitting I'm there like. like Smoking I'm out of sure it. This is an urn. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's what she got I'm for smoking. smoking and I looked down, <laughs> thinking like, because how it how it looks like the color it looks like a, like a Native American kind of thing. And you look down at it, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's the Confederate flag. And then you start reading, like there's something on it. I'm like, what the fuck? This says, I hate black people. Why does this say this? Like printed, like, like in plain English. Look, that's the thing. You start reading, and I'm like, actually, it doesn't say black people. There's a different word. There. You start reading, and I'm like, that explains a lot with my grandma now. <laughs> huh. I thought grandma was just being cute, but now she really hate fucking niggas. hated the it's black like, guys. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Damn. She's like, um, we got you one of these, but. <laughs> Matthew's fine with the joke, bro. <laughs> Five Again, minutes later, we've, already, we've, already, we've discussed it with Matthew. He can only be like half mad. No. I don't just say N-word because all that does is make you say it in your head. And you're the bad guy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, can, you can say <laughs> it. It's a word. It's just super derogatory. Like, kike, I'm Jewish. Yeah. You hear that? But nobody says it. So it's like, it's such a stupid word. That's like, one of those. Yeah, that's one of those words. Like, uh, you get the certain ones. You get nigger. You get kike. You get chink. 
Those yeah. ones, like, nobody like, is run them willing off, to say. Like I've right. said them a million times before. <laughs> this episode has got very explicit. Be sure to throw that on the tag. This episode is brought to you I by racism. On there. No, I'm just, I'm not using those words. Yeah, yeah, you guys, guys not so hear blue money in the background? With, I'm with you. I'm, they're just, they're just words. Just saying you yeah. give them the power. You still just can't say them to say them. But it's a bad you when you say you give them the power. I just thought, like, you got the power. Uh, but when you do say like the N word, literally just saying the N word, you're making everybody else. Yeah, say it was like, what is the? Oh, you asshole! I'm yeah, like, ah, you. you just nickled and dimed me. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's none of those specific words for white people though. Cracker, you notice that? No, but cracker isn't that bad. Cracker's nothing. Nah, do you know what cracker means? Cracker? Yeah, I understand. It's about well, because I had to explain the it to you guys. The, 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 yeah, I understand the, but. As a white person, I don't get that offended if a black person or a no, I get Hispanic offended. Though. Person or I, anybody I, else I'll say this: a if, a, if a if or a, a gringo or if a, an African American man calls me a cracker, I'm like, "Fuck you! I don't know how to use a whip." <laughs> You're like, "Do I look like Indiana fucking Jones to you?" I'm like, "I wish I could be Indiana Jones <laughs> and run through relics." Oh jeez. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It got awkward. I like how I, I like how I'm the one that didn't use down. any of the terms, and, and Matthew's like, "Yes, yeah, Steve, you know." No, I'm. <laughs> I've been concentrating on the music in the background. <laughs> Matt's like, "Yo, your white friends were pretty fucked up, Steve. That's, that's bullshit. <laughs> you need to get them." Hey, I have an excuse. I'm Irish. I'm Irish too. Damn it! I'm Irish and Scottish. I'm black. I'm Canadian, so nobody takes anything I say seriously. I've always wished I was black. I'd be a cool black guy. But instead, I'm just a wig or white guy. Like it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're, oh my god! I had what could be worse? Like, I was like, like, I? I'm uh, I got a. Uh, I got Irish, oh uh, German, Polish, French. The only way I found out I was French is when I got into a fight and said, "Don't hit me," and I gave up right away. Um, <laughs> I love that fucking joke. I use that all the time. I'm laughing at your response. You're like, <laughs> you're like reaching for me. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's good. Fuck, my eyes watered up. Yes. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, it was funny, but it was stupid. <laughs> that stupid joke. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I've never used that on stage though, which is great. Oh man. Kid tested. Kevin approved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Shit is right. All right Indeed. Gentlemen. Well, Kevin, that was a good story, man. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a horrible a story, story, but thank you for sharing. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking stellar um, story. I've got, you know what, that is. that is That's my worst one as a person. I've got worst, way more worst. shitting stories that I, it's like. It's like, I this, shit a lot no, in a lot of places. That was just the worst place I the, shit. But this is a fucked up thing. In my act, when I do an hour, it's like. 12 to 15 minutes of material right. of <laughs> shitting and it's so cheap to do and I hate it but it's my life <laughs> I took a shit on the side of the house once do when tell I was, when okay. I was a little kid oh, oh come on I'm talking about adult man shit no man hey I'm, I'm a very clean person 
I like to take care of myself. All right, look. When I was a kid, check this out. I was in camp. <laughs> you just brush up on my shit. Take care. Kids will yeah, fucking shit anyway. Yeah, of hell. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. So, and I yeah. didn't have a key to my house. And my parents weren't home. So you just went to your neighbor's house? Uh, so, I, yeah. Well, I didn't know this neighbor. Nah, who does? You're a kid. But you didn't go but, in your own house, right? Yeah. Did Boom. you shit on the wall? No. Just shit Projectile? In, I shit in the gravel. All right. Yeah, dog. Like a dog. Yeah. So, like, they cleaned it up. Yeah, and, like, but you know, this dog dude, looks like poop. You know, somebody's going to come over and be like, mm, this isn't dog. <laughs> this, like, come on. This I'm, coil. I'm an this, adult. This coils counterclockwise. <laughs> All dog shit counter coils clockwise. I'm a detective. I know these things. Dude, listen, listen. I was a kid at camp, day camp. Mm-hmm. And it was the last little portion, like, the last hour of whatever the camp was. And I was like, dude, I got to go to the bathroom pretty bad. So I went and I told the the counselor or whatever for that room that we were doing. It was like filled with racetracks with cars. I think they're called you, rapists. You, no, stop. Oh, counselors, counselors. Yeah, yeah. Mean, sorry, my so, bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it, like the room was filled with all these racetracks. You put cars on and you race. Eric has it was a dark cool. story. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, dude, I gotta I gotta go to the bathroom. And he was like, fine, go. I was like, I'm like five years old. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'll just go. Well, the bathroom was across the whole camp. So I was running because I had to, to shit, and halfway, literally mid-court in the basketball court outside, which was halfway from the room I was in to the bathroom, I shit my pants. No. But I shit solid. It was hard solid, right? Dang, man. And I was wearing tidy whities so it was snug in there. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know what to do. kind of shit that I'm, like, I'm tries li- to get back in. Yeah, but I'm a little kid, so I'm like, that. I don't know what to do. So I was like, fuck it. I'll go back to the room that I was at with camp because they're going to make fun of me if I don't come back soon. So I went... And for the last 20 minutes, I sat in there with shit in my pants, sticking out like a tail in my, like, I looked, I looked ridiculous. And I'm standing around, like, kind of putting my back up against the wall-ish yeah. so nobody could see. But then everybody around the table with the track was like, dude, it smells like poo in here. And I was like, yeah, it totally does. You're like, it's yeah, probably, what is that? Yeah, probably Sean. That guy, he shits his pants <laughs> all the time. Guy. Sean. No, dude, it was me. Sean, so then, Sean's it's not like, me, dog. It's not me. Yeah, so, so then camp's over. My mom comes, picks me up, and I, like, waddle. To her car, put my hands behind my back so hopefully nobody can see. And my mom, my mom's like, "How was camp?" And I was like, "It was shitty." (laughs) And and I said, "I'm like, I can't even sit down right. I have to lay on my hip the whole way home because I shit my pants like 30 minutes ago." And she was like, "You're you're weird. Like, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) There's something wrong with you." (laughs) Like, I do not want to claim you, dude. These are memories. No, Kevin's all like, "If there was just a girl I could blame this on, it would be." Shadow. <laughs> I'm surprised my parents didn't block me from Twitter first. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's what it boils down to. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Well, silence. <laughs> silence is golden. Fucking shit talk, man. Let me tell you that much. I know. We usually there's do cock of, talk, but now a lot it's of, shit a lot talk. of poop talk. Yeah, it's a lot. And of, that happens to me. I'm so sorry for the listeners, man. It's I don't. You know what? No, it's. I you know what? We, we have offended. We have offended zero. Because I read a book one time. I read a book one time, and uh, what I learned is that everybody poops. Okay, everybody. It's it's something that we all do. That's true. It's dead on me true. more than others. Um. I, I poop a lot too. I I have it timed down to a science though. I I literally I like I have it timed down to where I almost always get paid to poop, and I love this because like literally like I have it like eight thirty, boom. You 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 want to talk to me on the phone? Call me at eight thirty. I guarantee you, I'll answer because I'll be on the shitter. 
sitting there probably playing you answer fucking, the phone you talk, to people, you talk to people while you're on the shit yeah fucking oh. yeah no way man yeah, hell yeah oh, that's my Who personal cares? that's my personal time man uh, no if, that's if me checking calls, social I don't media make calls. that's me fucking playing trivia crack that's yeah. me, you know yeah. that's me checking out my Yo, i'll play i'll play my news fl- affiliates i'll play my first home run and i'll play my i'll play my hearthstone dude in there. i am not but if talking some, to anybody if somebody calls i will answer what are you doing I don't make calls oh, man you know. i don't make calls during but that you time. answer i will answer are yeah. you fucking kidding me no in a public restroom no dude. it's at work so it's a single so not only that, in there. it's I a single like that's even it's, worse it's single in a public restroom is weird it's a private one i was in chicago and I had to shit, and everywhere I go, I have to shit. That's what it boils down to. Everywhere I go, but I was I, I was in Chicago. I need to shit, and I and I did. I had to go to the bathroom, and there was no place to go where I was except for the Starbucks. So I ran to Starbucks, and I was like, "All right, I got. I'm gonna go here." First of all, I went to this bowling alley, which was next door, and they were cleaning or something, and it was the worst bowling alley ever in the world. I, I wasn't in Southside Chicago, but it fucking looked like it, so I should have gotten the fuck out, and I did. So I went to the <laughs> Starbucks next door. The men's bathroom was out of order, so what? I was like, fuck it, dude. I can't wait. I'm going to the women's bathroom. Here's something else you need to know about me. When I shit, it's not a quick one. Ever. No, no. I'm Ever. good 10 to 15 minutes Dude, minimum. Easily. Mm-hmm. My, I go till my legs fall asleep. Mm. So I've done that. So I'm doing oh, that, that and, and there's knocks on the doors, and I'm like, shit, I'm in the women's bathroom. How do I tell people to go away? I'm what a man. So I did that. <laughs> I did the high voice. <laughs> I was like, someone's in here. <laughs> and, they, and then I heard keys and shit. I'm like, someone's in Yelling like this little high school bitch. <laughs> I destroyed the bathroom. And then I opened the door, sweating. You know, when you have those? Like, oh, it, was, shit. it was close, man. I'm, I'm sweating. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, the bathroom's all yours, everybody. And the girl working there was like, you have to be a customer to have used the bathroom. And I'm like, look, it's I a I was done a customer, deal. hence why I had to go into the yeah. fucking bathroom. I made coffee in that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. You guys, can, you guys can get at least two or three cups out of that. Dude, horrible experience, yeah. man. It's, like, it's one thing give me, to give me, give me one of those boxes of fucking mints. <laughs> I need it. Or you're like, you're like, can I get a free water? Yeah, should I get a cup of water, please? No, don't yeah, give me that man, bottled I've, shit. I've got so many bad experiences, dude. Oh my goodness! Most of them involving poop. I'm assuming. Yo, always. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Everybody does it, but you never want to. Yeah, when you know, you're anywhere when I do, other than home, you really want to do it. When I do, when I do talk home. about it on stage, the way I kind of get into it with people is I say, like, you know, driving home. Like Matt didn't respond to it because he apparently has never had that problem. But when you do, you're driving home and trying to make it oh, before you shit. shit. People relate to that because, like, oh, I've been there. Oh yeah, not Matt, but you know, he's checking his phone for I music, mean, anyways. At this point, anyway, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I just get out the freeway and go somewhere. And Stupid man, don't really no fuck go that. For I get, it, man. I get go my ass home. See if you can make it home. It's a game. <laughs> it's a <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> no. Achievement unlocked. Hell, goddamn, yeah. It's when you get the tidy whities with the flap in the front and the back when you unlock that. <laughs> that's what's Get up. the long john pajamas at the prospectors. <laughs> I gotta get home and take a shit because there's gold. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm gonna do it right here. Is there like a no, specific age I'd at be which the worst you're supposed to stop ever. wearing <laughs> the tidy whities? Just shitting in the back of it. Yeah. There's no way I can make it with getting the thing off of me. 
Well, congratulations to the sun. Oh, God. What well, smells like shit? <laughs> and that happened. So, uh, I think. <laughs> Well, I think we're about ready to uh, to call it for this evening. Uh, Calling it, Kevin. Just remember, thank kids. you so much for coming on. Uh, tell people where they can find you uh, online uh, and whatnot. I, first of all, I can't thank you guys enough, man. I, oh, I love hanging you. out with you guys. Coming to do this is the best. I think it's like mm-hmm. my third or fourth time, and every time is more fun than the last, which I can't yes. believe because I always have honestly a great time with y'all. Um, follow me on Twitter at I am Kevin Elliott, and check for show dates. I post stuff on there. Uh, what I'm doing around town. If you're in fucking Tennessee, I'm, I told <laughs> Rent for an hour going through my dates. I'm there. You're in Tennessee? Yeah, I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. I think the 16th and 17th. I'm pretty sure that's right this month. 16th and 17th. Wow. Um, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And then kind of doing a thing around there for a little while. Tennessee, Virginia, Alabama. And then I canceled Miami, which sucks. It's like the best city <laughs> of the tour. Oh, and shit. I had to cancel it to, to get oh. back into town to see my son's game. Promise wow. I'd never miss a game. Oh, that's, no, that's um, cool. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, and everybody in Phoenix, man, uh, stand up Scottsdale is where I typically am. House of Comedy. But uh, but just follow me on Twitter at I am Kevin Elliott, and that's where you'll get all my show dates and stuff. Right. And but don't thank forget to dude, follow. Thank uh, you guys. Don't forget to check out Kevin's uh, show right here on the Four Eyed Radio Network. That's uh, appropriately inappropriate. It airs almost every Sunday here right on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can check it out on Facebook.com slash App In Pod or With just Nance. search for. We love you, Nance. Love appropriately you, Nancy. inappropriate. Yeah, Nancy couldn't make it tonight. Nancy wants to come on. Her like if you can get her on. Just her by herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure, we'll do that. that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nancy, of course you're welcome. We, I always that's that's what gets me is like I'll invite people who are normally together like on a podcast or something like that, and I'll invite them together, yeah. and both of them will be like, oh, I don't know if I can make it, but are you going to be okay if just this person like both of them are always like, oh, are you going to want me just by <laughs> Look, myself? I'm like, we, no, seriously, we want any of you to come on and promote. Yeah. Nancy's fun. Uh, I was going to say. If, so yeah, we will definitely have Nancy. If we on invite by you on the podcast, you're more than welcome to come. Whether your counterpoint. Po- part is there or not point god <laughs> fuck I'm point counterpoint counterpart <laughs> is there or not we're still gonna accept you yeah though stay tuned for the after show cause we are gonna gang rape uh, Kevin <laughs> so it's a thing that happens but that would've happened with with Nancy here anyway she would've just joined in um, hey she had the strap on so <laughs> Uh, don't forget to check us out at our website at sociallyawkwardstudios.com. We're also at foureyedradio.com. We're on Facebook. We're on the Twitters. We're on Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast Directory. We're on the Blueberry Podcast Directory. We're on the Miro Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, SoundCloud, and Player.fm. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Also, don't forget to uh, visit our websites and check out that Amazon link. Takes you to Amazon. You can buy anything you want. Doesn't cost you a dime more, but we get a little bit of a kickback to keep the lights on here at the Socially Awkward Studios. So thanks for listening, and until next time, folks, why don't you just go ahead and... Bye, guys. Oh, you need to tap that ass. Ooh-ah! <laughs>